I saw someone was playing Doom on a tampon, but they cheated. It was just on it. It was a mic. It was just no, a microcontroller. Was, wait, 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 LCD screen. It was a pregnancy test. A pregnancy test. Sorry. I have a tampon in my bag, and I've just been thinking about uh, it. In there. Just, just, I just imagined. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, my Super Agile Bros Nation. It's your boy, Brassin. You already know what it is, who it is, what it is, what it be. Uh, welcome to another episode. Not where it is. Not, where not it is, no. is unknown to well, us. Where it is, is in their hearts. Undisclosed. <laughs> Undisclosed location <laughs> in your hearts. But, um, yeah, you, you know, it's another episode of Super Agile Bros. It's going to be on and cracking. So, of course, I introduce the fellas, the brothers. Um, Kyle, how are you doing today, sir? How are you doing? Doing well, doing well. Glad to be here today. Good, good, good to have you. Good to have you. And of course, we have the indomitable snowman, Steve. <laughs> so, <laughs> thought I was going to go and do what he did. I was like, nah, I ain't got enough words in my vocabulary. <laughs> hey, Steve, how are you doing, snowman. sir? You weren't ready. You didn't write them down. Like I <laughs> no. Uh, no. Man, I'm doing all right. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. Good, good to hear that. Good to hear that. Um. I saw a really great video of somebody saying like, oh, how's it going? And then in, in, in his head, he's thinking about all the existential dread and like, you know, we all, we all, we're all born to die and the universe Ooh. hates us. And then it's, it's like fractals and galaxies. And then it zooms out of his eyes and he goes, oh, I'm all right. <laughs> and I just, that was the moment I had. Just the now. human condition. Ain't, yeah. ain't that the realest thing? <laughs> Feel that. Do you have any blockers? But um, <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there we the go. urethral condition. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. <clears throat> pray, pray for that. Pray for that. <laughs> so, um, man, now, now I done lost my train of thought. But I will <laughs> go ahead and talk about what we're going to talk about today, our topic of the day. So, as many of you know, we are gamers. And as many of you probably listening are, are some form of gamer. I believe in you. And if you're not, today's a good day to start your journey. But anyway, we're going to be talking about console generations. And particularly, I, I have like a few different questions, but I, I want us to discuss like, are we in the last console generation? Is this it? Are we going to get a PS6 or is the PS5 done? Are we going to get an Xbox One XY plus alpha or alpha? Are we done? Are we going to get a Nintendo Switch? HD? <laughs> you know we're not. <laughs> Never. I can Nintendo answer. Nintendo Switch U. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, they're gonna have the more dongles like <laughs> in Soviet Russia. Nintendo switches you. Mm. <laughs> you're gonna be have like <laughs> elbow kneecap controllers. Like we at Nintendo <laughs> want to try something new. You have to yes. You have to bang your elbows on your knees. <laughs> <laughs> That's the gameplay <laughs> to play Mario. And I bet you. They'll have the best Mario game, and it'll be super fire. Oh, it'll be so oh, it fire, would. dude. And no 100%. other game will be able to use the controls, but, like, <laughs> game. <laughs> My mom's perfect. asking, how do I drift again? <laughs> yeah, you just really crack your funny bone <laughs> to, to, get, to get around that corner. It's like, they have, like, a warning, like, if you have ashy knees and elbows, please lotionize prior. <laughs> lotionize. <laughs> we, we suggest you wear jeans or, like, <laughs> leggings or something. So this is kind of random. Uh, speaking of lotion eyes, me and Shailene have oh, been watching no. uh, 
the uh like defenders kind of series so we watched like jessica jones we watched daredevil and we just recently finished luke cage Mm. and one of the characters in the show he says i'll murderize everyone in (laughs) like (laughs) out of nowhere and it's just it's and it's i can't like you should watch the show because it's a good show but like this particular character it actually makes perfect sense like whoever wrote his lines was like yeah, that's actually a word he would use. He's like, if they don't do what I say, I'll murderize everybody or something like that. And you're like, oh, my goodness. Is he like a murderize. 1980s gangster? Would- essentially. Essentially. I mean, maybe even the 70s vibe. Say hello to my little murderizer. <laughs> <laughs> He's got that vibe. So let's jump into the topic and let's not murderize this conversation any further. So, <laughs> all right, let me ask you all straight up. What well let me let me start with a, a general statement and then we'll go sure. into the topic. How do y'all feel about this particular generation of consoles? Like where where are you is it something you've been excited about? Something that's been like, ah, whatever, I'm it's good, but like you know, or like, man, this thing has been balling, popping off, da 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 da. Like, how do y'all feel about this generation? Are we counting the Nintendo Switch in the current generation? <sighs> You, I think you kind of have to. Yeah, yeah, because it's. I mean, it, it is this generation and like it is the current. What? Wait, when did it come out? It came out during the PS4 and the Xbox. It was like one, it was like 2017, Xbox. I think. Yeah, it's like five years ago now. Almost. Yeah. So it, it's Nintendo works on its own generational scale. Yeah, uh, really. So like the, the, the <laughs> Nintendo Switch is like the Methuselah of this generation. Like <clears throat> it's going wow. to be nine hundred. <laughs> So yes, we'll, we'll count the switch. It's around. Well, you know what? You know what? We won't count the switch. We I was going to say, count the switch. let's just ignore the switch because I feel, I feel like it's not going to factor into any yeah. conversation going forward. Snap. Yeah, because I, I think this generation, because every other console had another iteration, but Nintendo hasn't. So they kind of disqualified themselves from this generation, yeah. from this conversation. So so yeah, what do you guys feel about you, this, this uh, Nintendo console generation? Um, in a word, frustrating, mm. I guess. Um, the, I mean, so I was able to get a PS5, but that doesn't, in my opinion, detract from the fact that so many people are having issues getting one. Mm-hmm. And I can definitely, I mean, it seems like, maybe it's not, but it seems like it's also holding the generation back from like really digging into the next gen of games because. It's just not available. Um, you know, Xbox. I guess they seem to be doing fine. I don't. I haven't been keeping been keeping up with it because I'm, I'm just not. I guess it doesn't benefit me to. But I, I'm just kind of frustrated because I have. I don't. I don't really see where we're going, and it doesn't seem like we're, there's a whole lot of momentum, a lot of setbacks and stuff. So I don't know. It's dang. That's dark, it, bro. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of talking about video games, not COVID. What's going on? <laughs> hey, they're intertwined, man. Kind it's of like, yeah. all connected. Kind of yeah, that's where I'm at. Okay, Steve-o? man. Uh, and uh, sorry, I'm excited for the new technology uh, that has gone into controllers for the PlayStation. I noticed that Microsoft did not bother, didn't doesn't care about new controllers. They just basically had little miniature upgrades to everything. But yeah, like the adaptive triggers and more gyro aiming, I'm always a fan. 
Um, I think that's cool. That's a little bit of that Nintendo magic trying to, you know, mm. maybe not innovate since this since some of the stuff's been done already, but a little bit of innovation, a little bit of experimentation, some extra dimension to your video games. I think that's the way to move forward um, is with, you know, interesting control inputs and that can lead to interesting mechanics. I'm, I am frustrated as well because it's been so hard to get. <laughs> Let me. Well, uh, I'm frustrated, but mostly I'm just apathetic. Mm. I still have my PlayStation 4, which for a long time, the last couple of months, I was barely playing. Um, but if I was more invested in PlayStation and if I was more invested in those new games, I would be frustrated because I haven't been able to get a PlayStation 5 yet. Uh, and it's not just that, not just me, obviously. It's like famously hard to get these new consoles. I think it's a little easier to get the new Xboxes, but I don't know anyone who cares, so mm-hmm. I can't <laughs> can't verify. Um, yeah. People I've yeah, known that I, I, to get Xbox, they've been able to get them. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I just feel like I'm I'm ambivalent. You know, there's not a lot of new games that have come out yet that I really you need a PlayStation Five for, uh, or a PlayStation Five in order to play. Um, and I still have a pretty big PlayStation 4 backlog. So, and even Elden Ring, like I really want to play Elden Ring. If I really wanted to, I could buy it now for the PlayStation 4 mm-hmm. and have a really terrible experience. But <laughs> I, let me say, it probably wouldn't be a really terrible experience. But oh, I do yeah, have be, a PlayStation be, Slim. Yeah, be careful. It's probably uh, I got to be careful. <laughs> Elden Ring fans, they're like, if it's on a fridge, it's the best game of the year. <laughs> Don't talk trash. Don't you talk about right. But <laughs> in all seriousness, I'm not interested in playing it on my PlayStation Slim. I want all those beautiful pixels. But, uh, I mean, I could if I really wanted to. So, like, there's not a lot of games that have come out that I feel the need. Yeah. No, I can't. Can, speed. I can feel both of y'all. I, I've been playing Elden Ring on my Tamagotchi. And mm-hmm. I pretty much. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, pretty that much. so hard, dude. Skyrim. Like. I bet you Two Skyrim. Pixels. I bet you Skyrim is on. I know that somebody was telling me they're playing Skyrim on their, uh, like on their Roku, not some type of like streaming like Apple t- Play. Thing. Yeah, some kind of streaming TV device. The Fire Stick. Like, it might have been a Fire Stick. That sounds about right. And so, I, I, I saw someone was playing Doom on a tampon, but they cheated. It was just. On it, it was a mic. It was just a no, microcontroller was, wait, 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 in an wait, wait, LCD wait, wait. screen. That they it was a pregnancy on. test. Oh, wait, wait, a pregnancy, pregnancy test. test. <laughs> Sorry, I have a tampon in my bag, and I've just been thinking uh, about it in there. Just, just, I just imagined. <laughs> 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 I just, I just imagined. Hey, Steve, can you go pick me up a tampon from the store? <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> you would wrap it in like heavy metal stars. Like, I, I need a few. I need a pack. And Steve's like, "Oh man, she needs more than one." And he buys like ten pregnancy tests. And I just imagine like the person at the counter being like, "All right." 
Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go play Doom on these. <laughs> That's it. Don't worry about it. It just calls the police. Like I don't know what this guy's doing, but I think it's illegal. <laughs> it's probably illegal. I want to apologize to all our lady friends. That was that was that was a show of my ignorance. Super agile uh, sisters. It was an honest mistake. Sisters. I know what a tampon is. I know what a pregnancy <laughs> Do test you is. Know? The point is, whoever whoever did that was cheating. It wasn't actually running on a pregnancy test. It was just a microcontroller they stuffed into the shell. Okay, so um, it's just on the display. They're just using the display, but well, they 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 used an LCD as well. So there was literally it was just in a oh, tam- uh, in just... a pregnancy test, not even in a, <laughs> in a tam- still unplayable. Like it none of the terrible. original hardware <laughs> was used. <laughs> oh man, well that that's something <laughs> to know. Uh, mm-hmm. Ladies, a- ladies, look out! Your your pregnancy test might be in a GameStop near you. <laughs> but anyway, um, did we answer the question? I, I, it was my turn technically, I guess. <laughs> Razor coming out with a line, <laughs> with a line of gamer, alienware, <laughs> gamer. Oh, pregnancy test. Sorry, uh, Sorry. <laughs> but anyway, um, so as far as how I feel about this generation, um, I would say that I'm not frustrated. I'm underwhelmed, and yeah. I, I feel like I feel like. I'm not ambivalent because I I really did want a PlayStation 5, but I wasn't really, I I knew how much the effort it took to get one. And I wasn't like super interested in like overly trying, but because of this dude named Matt Swider or something, I I can't remember his name. He's on uh, Twitter. I just somehow stumbled upon his like, his like Twitter account where he tells you when playstation 5s are dropping and i got really lucky one day and i got playstation 5 so um and so if anybody wants that knowledge i will hand it on to you it's yeah it's, it was the difference maker but anyway i'm in the market yeah yeah i mean whenever you're ready just let me know um wario 64 i think is the other guy yes so th- i mean there's a whole economy like mm-hmm. that guy left his job he was i think he was at game radar or something like that and and he would always say like Hey, I can't take donations for helping you because I, I work for Game Radar. And then he left and now he's like, hey, I can take donations. <laughs> so like his full time job is now helping people get PS5s. That's um, insane. And as far what as like, what is he gonna do? After I I don't know. He'll probably get his job back at back it's at Game Sustainable up to now. Yeah. Until Sorry, and, I interrupted you. Please continue. No, no, I mean <laughs> I mean, honestly, to me it's I think the pandemic exasperated all that, but I think overall I I honestly I don't think I would have bought a PlayStation 5 when I did if it wasn't just because it was a commodity that I knew I'd never see again. And it, and I just happened to be trolling the site and I got mm-hmm. one, right? Same. So, um to be honest, it it just feels like this generation at least feels just like the like the old generation plus. So I feel like I have a P- PS4 plus. <laughs> you Dang. know, um just because to be honest, the only game that i have played on my playstation 5 that might be a console exclusive to ps5 is overcooked uh like all you can eat edition (laughs) but i don't think i've played any other games that are only on the playstation 5 i know that's on switch dog yeah overcooked was definitely pushing the ps5 hardware i'm sure yes yes i mean the one thing that's like crazy about all all of the things on playstation 5 is that they load so fast that yeah. like honestly sometimes i'm like i wish y'all would just pretend like y'all were loading 
just so I can see the loading screen for a second. Like, it feels like it's glitching trying to go through loading screens sometimes. So, I mean, it's incredible. So, it's a benefit, but like, it's a weird problem to have. To be honest, how I feel about this generation in general is that I don't really know why it exists almost. Like, I get it. I get it because, you know, hey, like, we got to push the hardware. Like, like, honestly, from a graphical standpoint, like, graphics don't really pull me in anymore. Like, I think once the Xbox 360 came out and maybe the PS4, like, that was the last time that I really cared about graphics. Because, like, at this point, I'm just happy <laughs> with the game as long as it's good. Um, Do you care about performance? Uh, So, I think I shared this in one of the old episodes, but, like, since I kind of grew up playing like age of like <laughs> like guild Janky wars games. on like basically what a fridge has as a gpu now like growing up like i'm um, actually i feel like a fridge has a better gpu than, <laughs> probably and cpu than like my computer did back in the day but like i was so i think i was talking about this i used to have youtube and like i thought that you know, everybody else's youtube ran at like 50 15 frames per second you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So to me, performance has never been an issue. It's never been a thing that matters to me. It's just if the game works. Like, as long as my inputs work and I don't feel like I'm getting gypped, then I'm happy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So the only advantage I feel like this this generation has is that you could have more people on screen, like enemies, uh, mm. and the draw distance is better, and the load times are quicker. Um, but... Yeah, other than that, I mean, it's just so underwhelming, you know? I, I mean, what what did y'all expect, like, when the new generation was even coming? What were your expectations? Was it... Did you guys have any expectations? Like, That's uh, a great question. I feel like our expectations were already set because everybody was clamoring. Everyone wants 4K. Everybody wants mm. 60 FPS. Ray tracing. Ray tracing. A lot of buzzwords um, this generation. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. It's a buzzword generation. Although, I don't know, man. Maybe they're always buzzword generations. They're always, we probably just always weren't agree, part yeah. of the buzzwords until now. Always buzzwords. Always. <laughs> um, I guess they were all like yeah, f- around fidelity this time, which, I mean, again, still, even in the past generations, most developers would boast, oh, look at how many polygons this has and what we can render. So I, I guess. All things considered, it hasn't really changed much as far as what their priorities are whenever they are marketing these things. Yeah. And I feel like with with the E3 more or less being de-emphasized, I feel like you don't get that. Like you said, like it's, it's, it's like games are always being talked about now. Like all the new games are always being talked about. So there's no like... Oh my goodness, the PS5. Like, oh my goodness, they're gonna have all this. It's like you already knew the specs. You already knew what it looked like. Mm. You already, you know, and then like so it has felt kind of like I don't want to say under I said underwhelming already, but like not f- exciting. You know, it's just like, oh, it's just another another computer, you know, another version, you know? Like mm-hmm. so I don't know. In this generation, I don't know if I had any expectations. I honestly just I think I was happy with my PS4, so I don't really, <laughs> I don't really know. Like, <laughs> they, I don't know what they could have brought to the table that would have excited me, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, I think maybe it was a bad time because I just built a PC, mm. um, and I built it with gaming, mostly gaming in mind, 
And I like to think that I have modest demands. You know, I'm trying to play on my 1440p monitors. I don't want, I don't care about 4k. Um, I want to have like high frame rates, preferably above 60, but like, so first of all, I have moderate needs, right? Everyone, I don't need, I guess I could probably hit 4k if I was willing to go to, to like stay at 60 at best and less than that probably, but I prefer not to do that. The other issue is that I have this other machine now that plays games. So I'm kind of not as thirsty for console games because I have, you know, a game comes out on multiple platforms and I have to ask myself, like, do I want this on the PlayStation Yeah. or do I want it on the PC? Uh, sometimes my, I mean, it, it's, it goes back and forth, but I haven't really, like I said, yeah, I haven't really been thirsty for new hardware. Um, <laughs> partially because this was very expensive mm-hmm. um, for me. I don't, I don't make, I'm, I'm a young adult. I haven't made very many large purchases. Uh, and yeah, the new PlayStation is like $500. Um, and I'm like, it's, it's certainly doable, but it's not something I'm willing to spend on a, on a whim. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, yeah. That's a fair point. And to your point earlier, I guess, about not being, I guess, ex- excited. Yeah, I, I consider myself somebody who gets spoiled pretty easily when it comes to things. And so you made me think uh-huh. of like before the PS5, <clears throat> I might be wrong about this, but they did a hardware reveal type thing. Was that with the PS5? Where they showed, I guess, everything that was running on it before they even released the console. And then, you know, they, they have done all these demos and they market games to death now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think it's taken a similar, or I think all marketing kind of has taken a downturn as far as what they're willing to spoil to kind of get you to buy in. And for me, it, it's it's almost having the inverse effect where I always I see too much. And so mm-hmm. I'm not willing to invest because I feel like there's nothing for me to purchase now. <laughs> so I don't, there, there's no mystery. So what am I supposed I to get excited about? That's really weird. I, I disagree. When it comes to like movies and books and stuff, that's how I feel. But for the games, I'm like, I want to see more. Maybe don't show me like tons of sp- story spoilers Mm -hmm. but show me mechanics show me the world you know show me what i'm in for i don't i don't want to play a game i don't want to buy a game based on like the mystique of the trailer like if it's a movie i love mystique but i don't want to buy a game and then realize like oh i don't like this at all like yeah especially if i bought a digital rip you know yeah i I think i feel like i fall maybe more on kyle's side with the I do wish there was a little bit more mystique because I think growing up as a kid, I re- like, for example, one of my favorite trailers of all time was uh, Zelda's, uh, uh, not, oh my goodness, I, uh, not Phantom Hourglass. Oh my goodness, I can't remember. This is what happens with my, when I'm- Spirit I, Tracks, no, no, Phantom no, Hourglass. No, no. Uh, came with the, 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 the Wii when it first dropped. Um no, Twilight Princess. <laughs> yes, thank you, Twilight Princess. Oh, and <laughs> oh, that was a guess. <laughs> no, thank you. Right. I the, this is my brain. Like when I actually need to recall information, it's like nope, no, thank you. But um, Twilight Princess, and you know, I knew what a Zelda game normally had to offer, but I loved how it it just showed me little pieces, just a little bit, not enough. Like oh, there's a new weapon, kind of sort of maybe. 
oh, there's a new story kind of sort of. And it made me excited because it allowed me to use my imagination of what was to come, right? And I feel like yeah. I, I'm def- but- definitely a person who personally enjoys envisioning. Like, I know it'll never live up to my expectations, but there's something more There's something more exciting about waiting for the game to arrive you know what i'm saying like oh i can't wait to play the game i can't wait to play the game and then in it because normally playing it rarely does it like is it as great you know but i think i I just miss anticipation in general you know yeah i'm glad you brought that up i didn't consider so for something like legend of zelda which is a tried and true ip with try with generally the same mechanics generally yeah and that makes a lot of sense so yeah I feel the same way about games like Legend of Zelda, about um, um, Super Mario even. Like, I'm fine. I don't need to see more. You're right. But for, like, new IPs, you know, for Anthem. (laughs) (laughs) I wish they'd show me less. The less the better. (laughs) I wish they'd show me less because I would have known it was... I would have not known that it was a scam. I would have been like, oh, this game looks interesting. But the more I saw about it, the more I was like, oh, this is obviously an NFT game. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> are all microtransaction games NFT, or sorry live service games yes nft games the new, the, yeah it's just the natural progression right <laughs> it really is yeah. that's a shame so i yeah go ahead cop i was I'm, I'm considering i guess so in line of anticipation and like knowing less about a game I'm trying to consider if I would prefer, and I pitched this question to you guys too, if I prefer to know less about a game, buy it, and then be disappointed versus know too much about a game that I was excited about and then not even experience it. What's worse? Um, I think buying it and being disappointed is worse because then you've spent $60 Hmm. I think I and you've wasted your time. Interesting. I think I'm the opposite. I'm kind of the person that enjoys stumbling into something, and then just getting like maybe it's a like for example, like me and Shailene have been watching these random baking shows, and we recently watched on Netflix the show called like The King of Chocolate or Cho- School of Chocolate, and that and mm-hmm. and there's no way if somebody showed me the trailer for that show, I would never watch it because I'm like this is the stupidest thing ever. But we were just bored and I just randomly kicked on something. I was like, ah, you know, because we had been watching <laughs> that show is a cake. <laughs> mm. So it started just sug- suggest. Can we just pause for a moment? Mm-hmm. Is it cake is like so is a surprisingly excellent show. Yes, surprisingly. It's wholesome. It's fun to watch. Everyone's having a blast with each other. And there's cake. There's no there's no drama. There's tons of gorgeous looking cake. But is it cake and- though? <laughs> and i think mikey does a great job and what's it and and something else oh i i guess maybe it's just me i feel like the way that the game show is set up is very satisfying like oh this is the mechanics and it's mm. it has some sort of symmetry maybe that's just me maybe all game shows no are no I, I think but. i think it's one of those no. shows that like honestly like i was like uh like we saw it was trending and shailene's big into the british baking show uh the great british baking show or something the one where like people, the great british bake-off not that one it's a different one um but it's the same show but it's rebranded for the u.s no it's not it's the british version but it's not the great british bake-off it's something else oh. I, I there's all these different shows but anyway 
So I know she's into it. So we just kind of was like, ah, let's just watch it. And we had a great time. I'm telling you this school of chocolate was so good because it, first of all, the dude who's running the school is an absolute genius. Like you meet some people, you you know, like some people are good at stuff. Like this man is truly a master of chocolate. I, I, I a visionary, a vision, but truly he's doing <laughs> stuff. Like literally the people who are in the show, who are like learning from him and competing for the prize, uh, you know, and he's the judge more or less are like, Oh my goodness. <laughs> like they're like, he's a chocolate wizard. Like literally like their face that like that face you make when you're just like, bro, how are you doing this? <laughs> and these are all professionals, you know? So anyway, right. um, that's a super side tension maybe we should do a whole episode on like random baking shows but um (laughs) you know but uh the reason i like it is because like i love being surprised in a way like even a like a mediocre game can sometimes surprise you with something little that they've done you know like some little small Mm -hmm. like small thing like bug snacks for example bug snacks is not the best game i've ever played in my life it is not a 10 out of 10 it's not an elden ring in any capacity but it's a game that if i had seen a lot about it i would have been like oh i got everything i needed from it but i feel like experiencing a game like not knowing much about it and just being like oh this intrigues me like playing it and being like wow like this is different like i would just recommend it for the experience not because the game is like all that great you know okay but the question was that wasn't the question. The question was, would you rather be disappointed after you bought a game for the mystique, or would you rather just miss out on a game I'd ra- that looks good at first, but you no longer have mystique? I'd rather be disappointed. Okay. Yeah, I just think it's. I'd rather have the experience of disappointment, and then I have something to talk about than not experiencing anything and just being like, oh, I never played X game. I never played Elden Ring. You know, like. What does that add to my life? But saying like, man, I played Armorines. That game is trash. <laughs> that's a that's a that's <laughs> that's an interesting uh, conversation that can. I guess that's fair. I my thinking is that there's just too many actually good games, right? Like, I I should in theory be able to live a life where all the games I play are bangers specifically <laughs> tailored to my taste. Because my taste is vague enough. Bangers and there's so only, many, baby. <laughs> and there's so, there's so many ridiculous amount of games, Buku games out there, that I should be able to do that. Um, so I, I... But I guess you're right. I do specifically like make playlists with music that I'm not in love with so that I can have some like variation in how excited I am when a song comes on. Well, so maybe I should have that mentality for games too. Let me rephrase. Let me rephrase the question a little bit. Just to, just to, not that I think you should change you your dare. mind or anything, but I just wonder. No, you, if, you think I should change my mind? No, no. I'd like to see what you think about this. <laughs> what if I told you that um, you'd ne- like you would never play, um, let's see, Hades, for example. Like you get to learn a lot about Hades, but you never play it. You know, like it's or would you rather like? learn about a game i don't know what's the last trash game that you played like if you think of one just borderlands of, 3 <laughs> borderlands 3 yeah say you didn't know much about borderlands 3 but you did play it like i just feel like the experience of like losing 
the opportunity to play a game that is great that you could that you would never have in your life versus playing a game that is bad that you kind of wish wasn't in your life i don't know i don't know if that makes any sense but i feel like yeah yeah i mean you bring up a good point i wouldn't want to miss out on hades but i wonder if i would miss out on hades because the question was like a game that you don't play because it lost its mystique because you learn too much but i'm like pretty sure i would have kept i still would have played it the more i learned about the game there wasn't well, I don't know. Maybe there was Mystique when I started, but yeah. Just imagine if every PlayStation State of Play and every Jeff Keighley game show, <laughs> game show announcement, they talked about Hades, and then you're <laughs> like, oh, I'm not gonna check it out. I, you know, you Feel know, like you might, you've already played it. Yeah, you know, like, and I'm not gonna spend sixty dollars on a game I've already played. You know, this, once again, this is alternate reality. This is not the reality. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a hard question. You, you have. Raised a decent point. I mean, and Kyle, what did you say? Yeah, I never think I heard. So, yeah, I'd be on the side of prefer to be disappointed, but I guess maybe for a little bit different of a reason. Um, So in most cases, I guess when I, even when I feel like I've learned a lot about a game, I still kind of go back and forth because a lot of times it's still shrouded in whoever is showing me the game or presenting the game, playing the game, like their opinions. So either they're talking about it or the way that they play it influences how they experience it. And then they reflect that, they, they project that onto me. Mm-hmm. And then that influences my decision. And so I think that takes the ability away from me to, you know, maybe they didn't like the game. Maybe a lot of people don't like the game, but maybe I still would, you know, it, Getting that, getting too much information up front could keep me from enjoying a game that most people don't like. Because I think there's a, plenty of what's considered like hidden gems mm-hmm. in games in general, and a good bit of those fall into the category of they're just majority of people just simply don't care for them for whatever reason. But it doesn't make the game bad necessarily, and you know, or maybe it just flopped because it got overshadowed by something else. When release dates, all these different variables of the reasons why, I guess, the game would have got garnered or even been represented in a less positive light that would, you know, make me consider not playing it. I, I, considering all those things, I still prefer to know less and be disappointed. Well, well, let me let me like let me rephrase the question, I guess, even in, like so think about from consoles. Does the does your opinion change like? Would you rather know less about a console and be disappointed or know a lot about it and not buy it? You know, like. So that I feel like that makes you ask the question, what about a console draws you in? Yeah. Like what what, what mystery or mystique is there about a console? Like, oh, what are the graphics like? I mean, I, what kind of what kind of mystery are you talking about here? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm just more posing the question is like. And, and I and I think you're right in the sense that you're, what you're saying is like, what makes us like, what makes you buy a console, right? Like, like let's go like for me for example, going back to the PS4 versus I think the uh, the one I don't even know what their stupid name for their stupid systems. Yeah, one of the, the Xbox series one. Who knows? But uh, <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm being stupid. But um, I I mean for me it was just purely like will like. There's one part of like, we'll just have games that I want to play on it, right? Yeah. Like the software sure. sells the hardware. 
And then also, do I feel like they have a vision for this generation that I won't regret, you know? Mm. And I think for me, in the when I decided to get my PS4, because I was pretty much decided I was going to stick with Xbox because I loved my 360 so much. Like, and I... And I and I played, you know, the Playstations in the past, but I never thought I would buy a PlayStation. But like the moment I saw Microsoft's like mindset, like of what they were really doing, like I didn't really think they cared about me as a gamer. I said, Absolutely not. I want nothing to do with them. You know? Like I'll play mm. their games if they show up in some other capacity, but I'm not gonna invest in this thing, this five hundred dollar yeah. system, you know, to be later hurt, you know? So for Is me that that's the disc thing. When they were making it to where you couldn't share discs, that and yeah, it was the always on, always online, and you couldn't, yeah, you couldn't bring your discs to another system. <laughs> discs were NFTs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they were exactly. If it's NFT based, I want nothing to do with it. So, <laughs> so yeah, so I, that's kind of how I make my decisions for a council. How about y'all? Small disclaimer: we all know that's not what an NFT is. It's just, it's just a joke. Don't get mad. <laughs> Readers, listeners. They're typing in the comments right. right now. Carry on. Please carry on. Angry. So I I would say um, my influences for purchasing consoles, probably number one, software. Uh, and then number two, um, who else has the console? Because mm. most gaming I do now in the last decade has mm. had a strong focus on multiplayer. So... If all my friends had bought an Xbox, I would probably have an Xbox right now. Yeah, interesting. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm similar. I. I. Uh, how do I put this? I'm more. I'm. I think that I focus mostly on coverage. Coverage of the games I'm most likely to want to play. So, for uh, I don't care about Microsoft Flight Simulator, right? So I'm not trying to. <laughs> I'm not really trying to prioritize that, but out of all the games I'm likely to play, I'm most likely to be interested in PlayStation games. Further, a lot of Xbox games are also available on Steam. Mm, True. So I'm kind of like, I could get a PlayStation, have a PC, buy a Nintendo Switch, and have almost all of my bases covered. Yeah. You know? Um, and then what Kyle said is also important. Some games don't like cross-platform play, so I would have to get the console that helps me play with my buds the most. Um, and not just the console, but the online service, right? Because, uh, you need a switch. You need a service now for switch too. You need one for PlayStation and one for Xbox. And I'm not trying to buy all those. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, you don't need one for PC because PC is a master. Um, but yeah so i uh i think that i want to stick with my current setup which is a playstation a nintendo and a pc and cover as much of my bases as i can like that and i'll miss out on uh the xbox my side i mean yeah i mean i play gears with my friends online I don't really, so I don't really know anything on the Xbox that I'm missing out on. So so I said this a few years ago and I bet you nobody was listening to me. I'm telling you I knew it was coming. <laughs> I was right. 
So, so a long time ago, I said right when they were dropping all the consoles and the controversy happened, I was just thinking about Microsoft as a company in general. And one thing that I've noted and one thing that has been explicitly said is that Microsoft is about the idea of like ecosystem building, Mm -hmm. not necessarily like any particular hardware. hardware or particular software per se. Their goal is to get you inside their ecosystem. Their service. Their service, right? And this is something that they've been preaching, I guess you could say, for a long time. You know, one of my favorite stories is Bill Gates was asked about, you know, people in China pirating uh, Microsoft software, you know, and he just simply said, that's fine, because five years from now, they're all, all, you know, all these kids are going to grow up using our products. Companies are going to start, you know, integrating Microsoft products into their, you know, into their companies. It was Windows. Win- it was Windows, Windows itself. Yeah, it was Windows, you know. And he was like, and and then one day I'll drop the DRM hammer and then they'll pay me, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> they don't want to start over. And I was like, yo. Every government in the world. Bro, this man is uh, like, he's thinking ahead. He's playing chess. Exactly. You know, and I feel like that's how the Xbox was. I think they entered the market because they saw an opportunity and they were like, oh, like hardware. I mean, I think Microsoft likes hardware in general. Like they're, you know, they're not adverse. But then they realized, oh, like we're not like, we're really more about acquisitions than we are about like creating a whole new thing. And then once they started losing kind of more, like once once the competition heated up in the PlayStation 3, Xbox 360 era, and then they messed up a little bit with their launch. And then they started what was called like uh, games by Microsoft or whatever it was, that service, like where you could like all your games started saving in the cloud and they were trying to like start it on the 360 or whatever. I was like, it's over. Their whole goal is to get completely out of consoles. Their goal is just to get you back to just using their ecosystem and the Mm -hmm. console is just because at the end of the day like how different in their mind is the xbox 360 or the xbox one or whatever hardware from a general pc they're probably aligning everything with that and as we see now pretty much at the end of the day why do you need an xbox when you could just get a computer you know they know that yeah that's why i don't even bother with the naming convention and here's the thing, right? I would even, I mean, I'll buy Microsoft games on Steam and I would even go so far as to pay for Game Pass if it supported Linux. Mm. <laughs> uh, but it doesn't, so I won't. Give it time. And there's even some games that I, eh, I'll still buy maybe if I really, really, really want them, like Halo Infinite or something. But like... Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of game. Any game that doesn't support Linux, even with all the work that Steam is doing, I'm not going to buy. Because it's, I'm not. I'm not trying to. I'm trying to minimize the number of times I go into Microsoft's world. But yeah, I mean, I would do that. I would pay their. I would even pay for their their subscription if if they just gave gave a little bit more care to me. But they don't directly to Steve. <laughs> just a <laughs> Steve edition of every game. The <laughs> Steve yeah. has. Steve Pass. Steve Pass. <laughs> <laughs> it's half the price of a Game Pass, and it only has anime games. <laughs> and, and dating you know, Sims. And you know, it only has dating Sims, yeah. And you know what's funny? Like, you, you guys were mentioning this earlier, like how like it's hard to get a PS5. And, and technically, it's difficult to get an Xbox or whatever. But like, I've, I've 
heard of almost nobody who's been trying to get an Xbox who doesn't have one. I just mm-hmm. think, honestly, just think it's demand. Like, people aren't interested in buying Xbox because why? Like, what What do you get for it? Yeah. You know, like, there's nothing. Like, yes, Game Pass is the one thing that everybody's talking about is awesome and incredible. But once again, like you said, you can get it on PC. Like, I just don't see any benefit. To, well, to, not for us, but for people. So people don't, don't have a nice computer. That is their PC. But it's kind of like, okay, I need to choose a console that I know is going to drop, like, solid console games. Like, it's just, yeah. like, it's muddying the water, and it's just like, like, if the Switch started porting all their games <laughs> to the PC or something, like, I just feel like the quality of game would go down, you know? Like, now you're, like, targeting two different, like, things instead of, like, really making a game that works really well for mm. one platform, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's a fair point. I mean, I'm going to be real. If, if if Smash Bros. was ported ported to the PC, I would probably buy it again and play on PC. <laughs> oh, it'd be so much better of an experience, right? At least the online. Online. Experience. Yeah. 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 But I mean, heck, I'm half, I have half a mind to, to download a Switch emulator because they're getting pretty good and just emulate the games that I own. Um, but that's a lot of work, and I'm not, I have half of mine, not a whole mine, so I'm probably not gonna do that for a while. <laughs> just half. But I, I think there's just half. there's also like the benefit of the switch being like portable, right? Like, well, this, this, yeah, this, I would keep the switch, you know. but I would mostly not use the switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, in the last year, two years, people I know that I've played consoles with, or played on console with, or known that I've known that have had consoles. Um, a lot of them are buying PCs, even if it's just, or I say PCs, but gaming computers, even if it is, you know, just a laptop to get started or something. Mm. Um, but it, it seems like overall, a lot of people are making the, the shift and the transition, um, you know, especially because of things like game pass and steam, mm-hmm. just how accessible they are. Um, you know, so as long as I guess exclusives exist on these other consoles, I'm sure they'll still be around, but I, I think overall, you know, if I, th- I think Nintendo ever making the transition to allowing their software on PC is, is going to be a long shot. But to yeah. be honest, I thought that about them being on mobile too. <laughs> so but I think they, it's only a matter of time now. But the mobile games are completely different experiences, right? Like yeah, they're, they're like, they are. like, it would be like Sony dropping you know ratchet and clank on mobile but it's like a different game right like it's you know it's not that's true short, right yeah that's true but i i i don't know i, I kind of feel like they they may try if that makes sense like games like PUBG and fortnite games in that where you know super popular games have been ported to mobile so i could see i could see maybe like pikmin coming out on mobile they did just release a, a Pikmin game. It's not the actual Pikmin game. No, I mean the actual Pikmin yeah. game, not that garbage. <laughs> I think it would work well on mobile, to be honest. Yeah. yeah it I, is hot garbage. I tried playing it. It's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I, I think my problem with... Like, first of all, I'm a console gener- uh, console gamer, first and foremost. Uh-huh. You know, I, I, you know, shout out to our boy Yandev, right? Um <gasps> 
you know, yeah, you know uh, we, we threw the question out there, like our topic for today into the discord. Uh, shout out to Steve for doing that. Um, and uh, right here. <laughs> That's <a shout> out. <laughs> and, and something he said was he was just saying, like, you know, he doesn't think the this is the last generation of consoles. But he said, plus the console advantage over gaming PC is a lower entry price. Ooh, and yeah. though I think that PC hardware, gaming laptops, gaming, you know, PCs in general, the the lower end is now able to play more, you know what I'm saying? Just in general, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you know, chips and all that stuff. We're like at that generation. But 100%, I think that's like it, like the the lower entry price. And I don't even necessarily mean cost, you know. I don't know if Yandev was going this way, but I don't think just cost is a lower entry price. I also just think access to like actually playing your game, right? Like this is something we've talked about in other episodes where you try and play a game on your PC and because of your weird chipset and your, you know, what your computers, GPU, CPU, whatever causes some weird issue for a game. And you spend like three hours trying to find some weird patch online or some weird command mm-hmm. line thing to fix the issue or what settings turn it off. But you know when you get a console, it's gonna work, right? Like for the yeah. like ninety nine percent of the time, right? I- you're joining. You're you you're the basically consoles give developers a specific template to fit inside of, and you as a gamer are jumping into that template, so you know it's gonna work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of confidence. That's huge, actually. That's something I hadn't thought of until you mentioned it. It's like if if consoles go away, uh, I, I'm sure developers will deal somehow. But there's going to be a lot of people complaining, like, "Oh, this isn't like if 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 console if consoles just became if like cheap PCs replaced consoles like that, you would probably see a lot of people complaining about compatibility issues." And you're right. Yeah, they're not standardized. That brings up an interesting question. I was about to bring this up. What do you guys think about the Steam Deck as a console? I don't think of it as a console. Why not? I I just think that... Like... <laughs> it's, let, me, let me pass it off on you guys, because my, my thoughts are complex. <laughs> what do y'all say? And then I'll come back around. So, I... I think it it's in that middle ground um as far as consoles I th- I think it's closer to a console than like your standard PC is uh the portability I guess lends itself to that um I I feel like it's a a glimpse maybe into what these other the actual console de- developers will try to do in light of the Switch's success. Because Nintendo, if nothing else, has just every 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 time they come up with another portable console, they just show just how vast the market is for it. And PlayStation and Microsoft really aren't tapping into it. And I think the Steam Deck has shown a lot of us just, I guess, how far the Switch could have gone when they made right. it from a hardware standpoint, as well as accessibility, you know, being able to access your Steam library 
on a portable console is massive. Oof. So being able to do that with game with uh, Xbox Game Pass or PlayStation PC or whatever is about to come out, PlayStation Plus even, what, or is it now? You know, those on those portable consoles, whether or not you want to call them consoles, I think that'll be the huge next step they take. Yeah. Like, this is my thinking, right? They come, the Steam Deck comes in at a, a palatable entry price, like a console does. How much is it? It's stand, it's standardized and hardware. And unless, I mean, there's definitely room for people to tinker and screw with stuff, but it, it all is, the, the software is also more or less standardized. So you're not going to have as many compatibility issues. Um, aside from the fact that you are playing games that, weren't you're you're playing games that were not meant for this but you're playing them through software that has that in mind so in theory especially over time it should be pretty much a native experience um it goes on your tv it's portable whatever you want so it has all the same things that a switch does uh what other what i mean I think- how else is it a console I think another thing that um, made the oh it's 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 not just portable not just good entry sorry not just accessible from an entry price but also accessible from like a new price right like you don't have to be a tinkerer you don't have to install a bunch of stuff you just turn the thing on sign into your account and download some games which is how a console works I think another thing that kind of bridges that gap is in recent years like the uh the connotation was if you're playing on PC, you have to use mouse and keyboard. But in line sure. with accessibility, major- the majority of games now, um, they support some sort of gamepad. And so for the Steam Deck to have, you know, it to be a functioning controller of sorts also brings it more into the console space. So so, so this is, this is kind of where I... So I wanted to, before I made my thoughts, I wanted to just do a quick look to just make sure I wasn't too crazy about what I was thinking. So, you know, I was thinking about it from a game development standpoint, right? I said, Mm -hmm. okay, if if I'm developing for uh, the Switch or for the PS5, PS4, whatever, you tend to have, like, you know, a target, right? You know, what the hardware and stuff like that, but you also, there's all these different limitations, like a game, like, yeah, you can, you know... game development software like say unity right alexi published to all these different platforms but they all have different caveats right like hey this you know we can't do this we do this our controller does this blah 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 and um so i said okay i wonder if they have a sdk or a software development kit number one which i assume they did and then i wondered if they had a development kit like hey we're gonna send you a device like a a development specific device that you can work on. Now, I'm not 100% sure. I I think they do give you some type of, you might be able to get the hardware, right? In, in a developer mode kind of thing. But even the way they describe it, right? So I'm on their site. I'm looking at the Steamworks documentation, which is the developer site. And it says, Steam Deck is a next generation handheld gaming device. And I think they don't even necessarily see themselves as a, as a console. They just see themselves as yeah. like, hey, we're a device that plays Steam games. And sure, you can target us because our specs are standardized. 
But like at the end of the day, if you publish it to PC, it'll work on our console. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and I and I think that's it's it's like a hybrid. But I don't think it's a console sure. where a console is like, hey, like we are one specific thing. You can only really target us. I mean, of course, you can target other things, but we have particular things that we can only do. Our controller only does this. Blah blah blah. blah. It just feels like. What they did was they created a computer that they could put in a small thing, the smallest form factor computer they could possibly economically produce at a mass scale. And they put a screen on it that would look good enough that people wouldn't complain. And then they were like, cool, this will (laughs) work. You know what I'm saying? Also, it can't be too heavy, you know? So I don't feel like it's a console. I just think it's like... I honestly, it honestly just feels like a Kickstarter to me, you know. Like, I don't think those are mutually exclusive, but okay. <laughs> what you said maybe maybe uh, think of these channels <clears throat> where the guys will they'll take apart a Wii and put it inside of a a Game Boy, mm-hmm. and then make yeah. a portable Wii. Yes, and it's and it's still a Wii console, right? Inside of a portable form factor, this just to me feels like a pc in a portable form factor it's not a yeah you know, I'm, that's literally what it is i yeah. would de- i would never argue otherwise i would i just mean i guess what i was saying was that in all the ways that matter especially in terms of this conversation it seems like it checks all the boxes as oh this is a console it does these things it has these pros compared to pc game, or to a pc the same pros that consoles have and sure, it has fewer cons, right? Like, it is part PC. You can publish to it without needing, without necessarily needing to publish directly to it. But like, I don't think that takes away from its consoleiness. I think that just adds to its PCness. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just think you're right. It's a hybrid. I, I, like, I just think that, like, sure. fundamentally, like. Nobody's saying like we're making a Steam game. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, a Steam Deck game. No, they're making a PC game that can run on the Steam Deck. You know what I'm saying? Like it's well, you know, like I mean, for now, no, but yeah, and 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 that's cool for for now. But like, I'm just saying that that's not what they're doing. Like they're just they're sure as a developer you can target it, but I don't think you'll ever like personally. I don't think you're gonna see a developer who only targets the Steam Deck. Like. You're not going to see Steam Deck exclusive games. You're not going to, you know what I'm saying? Like, you'll see Xbox. Well, they won't be exclusive. That's not, that doesn't mean they don't target the device. I mean, that's what I, I, yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, I will, there'll be games that are targeting the device because it'll be one of the outputs. Oh, do you want to have a PC form factor and a Steam Deck form factor? You know, hey, now you can view it in this type of scale so you can see what it looks like on the Steam Deck. Sure, awesome. But like, you're not going to see somebody saying like, oh, we made a game exclusively for the Steam Deck that utilizes the Steam Deck's hardware to do something that can't be done on another console without us making limitations. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like the the consoles have always the thing that's made them different is that like their hardware, like the games can be made with the specific hardware in mind in a way that can't be replicated easily that's why like i don't think you port games to steam deck more or less you just publish it you know what i'm saying like i, I don't know if you're, you're you understand well, what i'm saying but like i just think fundamentally it's just not i don't think it falls into a console because i don't think it even considers itself a console you know like i mean you're right it, it, 
it clearly doesn't. I guess it was just, it's just, a, it's just a, you know, I guess a hypothetical question. But what you just said about, about, you know, consoles having specific qualities and benefits, like that's not really the case. Nintendo has a few features that make their games hard to port to other games, but like PlayStation barely has anything, right? They have adaptive triggers now. Ooh. And Xbox literally has nothing special about it. like Xbox games are just like that. They're meant to be played on the Xbox or on the PC. Um, so it's, I, I get what you're saying. You're saying like, there's not anything about the steam deck that, or no one's going to take advantage of the steam deck specific features, but you have to also remember that other consoles don't have specific features to take advantage of. I mean, I, I definitely can feel you on that. I mean, number one, I just think that the Xbox is not going to exist in the future. I think fundamentally, since the 360, their whole goal has been to just make themselves a software company and not a hardware company. No, I, I think you're probably right. So, I'm just saying right now. You know, but I think PlayStation, for example, like, the fact is, like, a, a game company, when they're making their game, they don't target how they make how they make their graphics how they you know like how what type of things they put in their game are all specific to the playstation you know what i'm saying like they know if i don't if i can't put too many polygons in this way because it'll affect the performance in this way you know like it's very like developers are very much thinking about the the ins and outs of a a console in order to make it the best experience but i feel like you know what a PC is they're just like hey son you can have super ultra high definition graphics or you know like it's just it's just a settings thing like they don't care what you have you know they're just like have fun and then they'll have a steam deck setting sure have fun you know like it's just you know so i will say that one thing that makes the steam deck less console at least when it's docked is that there's not a canonical controller like when you're holding it handheld it is the controller but there's not like a pro controller or a, a PS4 Steam Deck controller. But don't can, they have a Steam? Which is great. Yeah, what which is great to the because... Steam controller? <laughs> Everyone's favorite. <laughs> no one. You can't even buy those anymore. That's not. I, it's. I, I'm glad that you brought that up because it made me laugh. But <laughs> no, that's not. They don't believe. Valid. They don't even believe in themselves. <laughs> they really don't. They discontinued that junk so fast. Immediately. Well, I won't say fast, but so. It was embarrassing. So strongly. Yeah, I actually wanted to break out my Steam controller recently, and I realized I don't know where the dongle is, and I'm like, crap! Oh, I gotta find it. <laughs> like the Ouya of controllers. No, no, it's way better than Ouya. I legitimately, I played uh, Metroid Prime on a Steam controller. That's your fault. Don't blame me. I'm not blaming you. I'm saying it was great. Oh. It was fun. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I, I'm gonna continue to complain about the Steam Deck, but I mean, I, I mean, personally, it just to me that. I like to me the the people who seem to be interested in Steam Decks are the people who are PC master race. That's it. Like I don't hear any console person like, man, I'm super excited about the Steam Deck because I don't think they they see it as anything other than just a mini PC. You know, like whatever. what are the benefits? Like the- I think that's just a question of marketing and penetration, though. Like right now, the only people who have them are the ones who pre-ordered them when they went up like a year ago or something. Snap. So yeah. They haven't sold it. Yeah, since. I mean, I just I just feel like it's doesn't consider like it doesn't have a launch like it's just like hey here's another skew of our hardware you know so like it just doesn't 
to me feel like they even take themselves seriously. But anyway, I'm not trying nah, to. I, th- I think I think it'll I think it'll catch on big outside of the master race community. Ah. It hit it hit me in a similar way, like as the when the OLED switch was launched or revealed, you know. Like I couldn't find just I guess as a basic consumer, if you will, I couldn't find enough reasons for me to invest in something that does something of something I recently bought already does everything that this new version does. Sure. I mean you and I are in positions of power. We have all the hardware already. Which is why the OLED switch is a terrible I agree, terrible <laughs> buy if you were to have a switch. <laughs> Even if your switch is broken like mine, it's not worth it. <laughs> doesn't wow. work um, still don't buy a new one the, the man who has yeah. a fan an external fan i'm like bro get you a new switch <laughs> bro i was playing smash bros i've been playing smash online again just a little bit here and there thousand degrees uh i've been i was playing smash bros and i was whooping up on a sephiroth and this thing overheated <laughs> mid combo get you an oled like, switch you are the literal person they're targeting yeah. your, your, your <laughs> old switch Target is consumer. like not working. No, get the, you a new one. Who, they they're not targeting me unless they sell me a cheaper switch that isn't a garbage switch light. Uh, <laughs> fair, fair. Handheld only. Anyway. Um. Oh, but before, uh, I was just gonna say, like, I think overall this is the thing. Like, I think that like any console, they're they're targeting the. I, I don't want to say the casual audience, but like. The general audience. That's how I feel about it. Like, yeah, as much as we talk trash about the Switch OLED, like you said, a new consumer will most likely, a new Switch consumer will probably get the OLED because it's the newest version, right? Like, yeah, like back in the day when a new when the new PS4, uh, what was it called, uh, Pro, you know, came out. Yeah. Like, I wanted a Pro, but I couldn't justify getting a Pro because I already had a PS4 that worked. But if I was new to the market, I'd get a Pro. I just don't sure. see the Steam Deck being like i i just feel like the comp like it doesn't like it's not competing you know it's not like hey like get you a switch get you a ps5 get you an xbox series whatever get you a steam deck i just think the steam deck is like hey like if you have money you're gonna get a steam deck if you don't (laughs) you're never gonna get a steam deck that's kind of how i feel about it you know i mostly disagree i i think if anything it's just a little bit nerdy it feels it's nerdy a gadget, to own a yeah. Steam Deck. It's a gadget. I think yeah. it's the Linux of like I think of, other than of op, like of video game systems. Like Linux is a great option, but normal people don't mess with Linux. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> sure. Uh, I th- I think it'll catch on. We'll see. We'll see. In I, a we few should years. we should bet on this. I want to bet on this live on smash 2020 are you ready because you lost the last (laughs) first of all i I lost smash 2020 i already i wasn't concerned about that this one like i i like (laughs) yes you were you were in i wasn't concerned no no no. i'm I'm a trash talker by nature it doesn't matter for the winner i'm gonna talk trash because that's just my job right but I'm pretty sure you put money on the, on this. Trash yeah, I put money that I, that I wasn't that I wasn't with. Haven't like, seen it. Did you see me put a hundred dollars on it? Did you see me put? You know, I put like fifteen dollars or something. Like something. I was like, whatever. It was twenty. Yeah, yeah is it? twenty. You know, <laughs> you try to double or nothing. Me too. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. To me, to me, it's like whatever. You know, like I, I'm more or less trying to cause problems. That's honestly how I felt about Smash Bros. I was just trying to. I was honestly just trying to get Steve. 
hot and bothered and upset. <laughs> it worked. And it worked. So he uh, I did it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Steam I spectated the whole thing. Oh, it got pretty heated. It was great. <laughs> You're too talking so much crap, guy. <laughs> yes, it did. I'm telling you, I had no skin in the game because I knew I wasn't going to buy the game on lunch. I just was going to play other people's stuff, right? But I just, I watched. It was scene. ready to mooch. <laughs> he really was. He still doesn't own it. No, I own it. I own it now. I never played. Not even on the Switch. I don't even have any DLCs. I, I tried to play the stupid, uh, what's the stupid thing? The story World of Light. World of Light. Yeah, just so I could bad. get the, mu- the music. And once they took me to that, like, next set of heaven love, I was like, I'm done. I can't do this no more. The oh, weird yeah, done. sky world. But anyway, what I was going to say is, Let's make some kind of bet about the Steam Deck. Like, I just don't think <laughs> we're going to see the Steam Deck do anything. I think it's going to be has as much market penetration as, like, VR to some degree. Like, it's just going to be people who have it, have it. But you're not going to see people playing it. You're not going to be like, hey, bro, let's talk. Let's play on our Steam Decks. Like, it's not going to happen. You're not going to have <laughs> Steam Deck friends. You know, it's just going to be, like... Get your Steam Deck link cable. <laughs> your link cable. So what, you want to go by, like, sales? Yes, yeah, so the problem is I, I don't feel like I, I could say, like, numbers because I don't, you know, think about it. But I just, I don't know. We can use Kyle as the litmus test or something. Like, he can. No, we can't use Kyle. <laughs> yes, Kyle is a pretty, like, like, he's not, he. he's not on my side or your side. No, I'm a neutral party in he, your endeavors. He truly me. is. You're, you're, Neutral in word, but like there's all sorts of biases. This is unscientific as heck. <laughs> okay, to me, it's just simple as this: the Steam Deck will not get any like market. Like maybe we'll come back to this, but like I don't think it's gonna get more than like five percent at the best of market penetration in its lifetime. Like lifetime. Ever. Like wait, what? Is, Okay. But once again, this is we'll, we'll talk. Is, we'll talk more. We'll we'll nail down a specific yeah, yeah, metric yeah. Like this in is, the Discord. Right, let's not we do just that saying right that it's going to be like as much market penetration as VR is. That's kind of how I feel about it. We'll figure out that number later. So <laughs> anyway, Steam Deck but, and VR and, and VR are going to blow up in twenty twenty three. I guess I'll be eating my hat, you know. But I I, I have I don't. I, I, I'm gonna have a light. I'm gonna buy more hats. If, just and I'll eat all of them. If VR, I'll eat all if my VR hats. goes off. If if VR pops off in the next few years, then it'll be even easier for you to win. <laughs> True. <laughs> the the goalpost moves. <laughs> yeah, I don't think VR is going to do nothing either. I think they're going to stay at the same market presentation. But but um, <laughs> we right. digressed a little bit. But sure. Let me ask you guys this: What do number one? Like, let's go back to the straight neck. The question that like is about this whole topic: Do you guys think there's going to be another? uh the next generation and and then i put a little caveat question in here if you do think it is gonna there's gonna be another console generation do you think we're gonna see everybody move to the next generation right like are we gonna see the switch you know nintendo go to the next generation are we gonna see you know playstation and xbox or is it only gonna be like like is the switch gonna stay the switch forever we're not gonna see another you know what i'm saying so, so what you're asking is, is anyone going to drop exactly. out of the race? Or, or mm. stay in the status quo or something like that. Or what they are currently. Snap. Right. I feel like Nintendo, if anyone is going to stay in the home console market, it's going to be Nintendo for the foreseeable future. Yeah. They're probably going to change the way it looks. 
some more continuously. Maybe they'll even move to like some weird VR hybrid something. But I think they're always going to be in the home. Uh, Xbox, I think we kind of are agreed. They're, they've been on the way out for a while. I think the only one that's kind of hard for me, at least, to get a pulse on is PlayStation. I don't know. I feel pretty confident PlayStation will stay in. It'll move to the next Because whatever Microsoft is doing, like if PlayStation is trying to do the same thing where they're moving into software, uh, they're definitely way behind Microsoft. <laughs> so they'll, they'll stick around longer than Microsoft, if nothing else. So, so you guys think that that Nintendo, of course, Nintendo, I don't think Nintendo's going anywhere as far as like console goes, right? But right, yeah, I don't necessarily know if when PlayStation moves to the next generation, if Nintendo's going to do it like in the same way, you know what I'm saying? Like I could see them having another version of the Switch in the future. But I don't know if they're going to make a new console. Like, that'll be a departure from the the GameCube to the Wii to the Wii U to the Switch. I don't... Oh, you, you're asking about, like, revolutionary... The next generation, things. you know... Evolution. Yeah, the mm. next next step forward. Like, I, I think I agree with y'all for the most part about, like, them being <sighs> console for all of them. Like, I think PlayStation is going to stay in the console war. It's not a war, really. I think Nintendo's <laughs> going to stick around, and I think that Microsoft is going to fade in the long term. But yeah, my presence, though, my personal opinion is, I think Nintendo is just going to make another a version of the Switch. Like it'll be a Wii to the Wii U type of Switch. Oopsie. But I wait. But but th- those were super different. Well, well this is what I was going to say. I think it'll be like in their head a Wii to the Wii U type. But it's not going to be a departure in like uh, how you play it. I think it's just going to be a Switch Plus. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just sure. going to be have a little bit more, more beefiness. But it's not going to be Nintendo's normal model, which is a hardcore Switch, right? Like it's not going to change di- drastically. I think they're going to stay in the model of the PlayStation, where it's just like an iteration of the the next level. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, hey, we're yeah, just... I agree. Now, I think PlayStation, it will go to the next generation, whatever that means for us itself. I mean, but I think that after that generation, I think that generation is going to be the one where they're going to be thinking about uh, how you can Depending switch up, switch out like hardware components, so you don't have to get a new PlayStation. You just get better components for your PlayStation. So it'll be like the PlayStation, like, re- yeah, like a platform, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, I can get more, a better GPU or something, or I can. So it'll be like. So modular console. Exactly. I think it's going to be a modular console. Uh, the next That's pretty cool. I, next generation. I don't know about that. I think cloud gaming is way more in, more likely than modular consoles. Let's talk about cloud gaming in a second, because I'd like to hear y'all's opinion about that, like how that deals with console. And and then, and then finally, my opinion about Microsoft is that there's like a fifty percent chance that they do a next iteration of the Xbox, but even series. even yes, yeah, some <laughs> series series you know Z, but I think it'll just be like 
maybe a little bit better hardware and then from there they're just gonna like completely leave the market and they're gonna go straight into just like software yeah back into software and maybe they'll they'll have a branded pc skew or something like it'll be like the xbox box (laughs) like it'll, (laughs) it'll be a a a desktop that is like xbox certified you know but i don't think it'll be a separate I don't think it'll be a console. I just think it'll be a PC device that has Xbox certifications. That's my opinion about the next generation. Okay. I could see that, yeah. Here's my take. Let's go, baby. Um, I think everyone's going to stay in the race. So I think you're right that Nintendo, at least this next device, will probably not be a huge... It'll be more of an evolution. And then maybe after that, they'll have a revolution again. Okay. Um, but there will be a new device, like a like an actual new console, like a new skew, like a completely different. Yeah, not just from not just a Switch OLED plus plus, but like a new, like a Switch Two or a Switch Pro or something. Actually, a Switch Pro implies that it's the, the same, same console, but beefier. Yeah, yeah. So not that, more like a Switch Two. That'll happen eventually. Uh, hopefully, there's a Switch Pro before that, but I doubt it. Um. PlayStation, I agree, will do its thing. It'll just get stronger. Um, stronger hardware. Better software. Not just on the PlayStation, but I mean like better services. Mm. Um, and they'll keep putting out awesome new exclusives. I disagree. I think Microsoft will continue mm. to produce hardware. And you said they'll have like an Xbox certified PC. I think it'll be more than that. It'll be an Xbox. It'll be a console that's cheap to buy, is super powerful, is not just certified to play Xbox games, but is designed to play Xbox games. Because that's something I wanted to mention earlier, and it just never came up yet, Mm -hmm. which is that consoles do have a few features that make them extraordinarily good at playing games, maybe at the expense of other computing Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, you know, fine. That's what they're there for. Um, So I think they're going to keep doing that. And yeah, it might end up sharing all the same hardware as like a conventional PC. I doubt that. But at least this, at the very least, the software is going to be focused on gaming. It won't just be something that you can, it won't just be like Windows 11 with like a theme or something. It'll be, so it'll be, so it'll be, yeah, it'll just be a gaming console exclusively games on yeah. yeah it'll be what it is now which is a really powerful game focused pc for cheap okay yeah maybe even sold at a loss which i assume they do now i don't really know what they do in terms of uh costs uh yeah that's my take uh maybe eventually they'll they'll jump out but i think that the beauty of consoles is something we talked about which is it's accessible it's cheap it's easy for someone to get into without necessarily... It doesn't feel like a PC. It doesn't feel like you're on a computer when you use a, P, a console. Um, it's Even if it's a glorified media center like software that runs on Windows 11, that's still better than Windows 11. Um, or Windows, I should say. So I think that's going to stick around for a while. Yeah. Um, and now that you say all that, it kind of has me thinking about who are consoles made for? Like, I think that's going to be the determining factor, too. Like, long in the long run, 
you know, yeah, has, I mean, they're made for people who want to push one button mm-hmm. and play World of Warfare. World, World of, of World Warfare. Warfare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be the uh, when when all the game companies buy each other, and it's just going to be yeah. one uh, one, one company producing every World of Warfare. I can imagine a movie using World of Warfare as their like fake <laughs> Call of Duty, like you know, fake like World of Warcraft game, like World of Warfare. Everybody's playing it, and you know, and the hackers, or, you know, just some weird game culture game. Medal of Dota. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. League that's, of that's Fortnite. my thought. Triangle NFT. You know, Ooh. like <laughs> <laughs> it's just three NFTs. <laughs> Sorry, Kyle, you were talking and I overtook you again. What was I even saying? Uh, I, you were saying who are consoles made for? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I think that consoles versus PC will always be kind of a thing. Um, you know, as far as con- consumers are concerned, I don't have any metrics. But I would think that it, for the for the next little while, at least, there'll be enough people who want to buy consoles to make them worth making by these companies versus getting completely out of the race. Um, it's, you know, as far as getting their software out there, as well as, you know, continuously having a hold on that market in some capacity. Yeah. I know there's people that'll never go to pc and then like young if i was younger i i try to consider you know if i had to rely on my parents to buy me games what would they buy me a pc or a, or a console you know? a console probably a console they don't have to think about it right yeah. like they can just go into gamestop it's so funny i went to gamestop recently like uh i was trying to get i think viva pinata or something and like old game <laughs> And a guy was in there. Uh, it seemed like he was maybe in his 50s, early 50s, late 40s. And he walked up to the GameStop guy and he's like, hey, man, what what do I need to buy? <laughs> <laughs> and the guy, and you know, like the GameStop person was like, okay, okay. Are you looking for, you know, he's trying to like figure out. He's like, are you looking for this? Are you looking for that? He's like, look, I got a son and he's little. And I'm just trying to buy him a game system because he keeps asking for one. What do I need to get him? <laughs> and I was like, I feel like that's always going to be a thing, no matter how Absolutely. long time exists. Like, because there's people in our generation who aren't gamers, right? Like, who don't care about it, who never have played one. And they're going to have kids that are gamers. And I feel like consoles will always be that place, right? You know, an easy thing for a parent to pick up. And they know that little Timmy will be happy, you know. But you couldn't be sure yeah. if you went out and bought a random PC <laughs> if it's the right one, you know? Like how do you even put games on this thing? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It doesn't have a disk drive. How we play these <laughs> games? I bought you all these PS6 games and they won't fit in the computer. <laughs> I need a monitor too. <laughs> what is this? You know I mean my first games were discs, C D ROM games. Yes. Ooh. You know, that my family bought for me. So I Yeah. That used to be a thing. Definitely. No longer. Definitely. Definitely used to be a thing. I mean, I, I, you know, I think times have changed. I think that the console, like you said, Kyle, like what is the reason? And I think honestly, I just think that it's going to be like PlayStation is going to be for hardcore gamers. Nintendo is going to be for Nintendo gamers. And Xbox is going to be for 
games. Like, that's it. Like, for, and it's going to be PC focused more. Like, like it's not going to be PC, but I kind of like how you said it, Steve. Like, they're going to have, like, I don't know if they're going to, like I said, I, I don't, it's a 50-50 to me, but I feel like they're always going to try to make games that are, you know, focused on a particular, like, game. Like, they're going to keep making games, you know what I'm saying? Because it makes the money. But it's just a question of where will they be in the hardware side of it, you know, um, mm-hmm. in the long run, you know. Um, mm. So, okay, one question that I want to talk about the cloud gaming thing. Do you think, like, really think like 20, 30 years ago, not ago, in the future, <laughs> do you think, okay. like, like, I know it's hard to even imagine this, but, like, do you think there's a world where, like, console gaming doesn't exist? Like, really far in the future, do you think, like, because we're only, like, what, 30 years into gaming, per se, right? Like, digital gaming? Like, in a real, tangible sense. Of course, like, 70s, there's game consoles. But, like, oh, my goodness, it's 30. Goodness, 40 years. Man, we're in the 2020s. Yeah, I was thinking it's, like, more We're, like, we're like about to hit 50 years of, like, gaming. But, like, wow. ima- imagine 50 years from now. Do you think it'll be the same? Like, you know, or will it all just be, like, you know, Elon Musk, you know, nerve... <laughs> whatever it's called just in our brains and who needs a console you know mm. like you might be on you, i think you're right i think we're gonna this is this is my worst case scenario in terms of like the fate of humanity but in terms of gaming it's pretty cool um having games yeah through like some sort of nerve device deep dive but the hardware would probably not be able to run well if it's in your, if it's literally in your skull, it definitely wouldn't be running the game natively. It would probably oh, be streaming God. it from a cloud. Just imagine your brain overheating. Not a thing you want to do. Oops. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, you have a really good uh, cooling system built in. So. Dying. Within, within, within reason, your brain can handle it. God gave us the next generation hardware. <laughs> <laughs> Humans are going to start evolving with like low uh with the ability to just lower your body temp to make up for the extra <laughs> heat from <laughs> we're just giant heat sinks like we just yeah <laughs> heat sink mode activated yeah. that's the t-pose no, no, no. i just mean that's the t-pose. I, I mean like <laughs> <laughs> your armpits are just exhausting heat no i, I meant like your metabolism was slow like right. <laughs> to, to create less optimal heat. design is the t-pose we just haven't tapped into it yet yeah yeah, yeah. Da Vinci knew. <laughs> he did. Whole diagram. Multiple armpits. That, that I think. <laughs> <laughs> the backs of your knees. Gotta, gotta open the clothes. <laughs> so people stop knees. wearing underwear. Would just be blasting out heat like. <laughs> 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 Sorry, what were you going to say, Kyle? <laughs> so I was going to try to answer your question, I guess. So the next. 30, 50, how many years? I think that um, games and entertainment, the way we ingest media, is going to drastically change. But I think it's going to coexist as long as humanity is humanity and there is an issue with access. Mm. 
Uh, like people are going to want to play games who can't get into for any number of reasons, whatever is required to get into these higher level of gaming experiences. Like similar to, I guess, how even the next generation of consoles is difficult, but people want to get into VR right now. They can't for different reasons. Yeah. So I'm thinking that if we have these neural links and the like, that console games would be for like the lower end, like entry level gaming, I guess. So I don't know if there would necessarily be new consoles, if that's the question, but I think that console gaming will still be around to facilitate mm-hmm. people who want to play games but don't have access. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I agree with both of you guys. I think it's just going to be like maybe the form factor will change, right? Like, like if you think about the Switch, the Switch is just a form factor change, but it's still considered like a console, right? Like it's still, you know, game specific to the console, whatever. I think, yeah, if we ever have a breakthrough in either VR or uh, some other type of way to, I guess you could say, interact with gaming that isn't the way that exists now like if it's oh like we put projectors on the wall and it projects on our eyeballs or something <laughs> you know or Fun. <laughs> it's a neural link or the interface just changes oh instead of controllers we put it on our the knees connect is back baby <laughs> you know we put <laughs> dk bongo yeah drums. we just lay on our backs and use our back muscles and like you know whatever i think there will always be number one uh capitalism so (laughs) capitalism will like you said kyle is like there's gonna be people who are like oh there's a higher end right there's gonna always be the like early adopters who have the ten thousand dollar setup in the all the bells and whistles and then there's gonna be the normal people who are like i can only afford two hundred dollars and that's only once a year or three hundred you know what i'm saying and Mm -hmm. and that'll be like a different it'll just be levels but i do think there will be the accessible version and i think there'll be competition i'll think there'll be a microsoft Neuralink, a tesla Neuralink, and then a playstation Neuralink. you know oh, and, they'll, <laughs> and they'll have different <laughs> interfaces and they'll could be competing we have better neural interface and the time to action is faster you know or you know and it'll just don't be, forget about the meta the meta neural link i i think met yeah um, well yeah geez, I, you're right there that's a whole nother i i I have anyway, so <laughs> so yeah, I, I agree with you guys. I, I just think the 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 form factor will change, but I think it's going to exist in some capacity. You know, I think it's funny because right now, even though one of the strengths of consoles is that they're more accessible than PCs, compared to cloud gaming, native console gaming is definitely a premium. It's like yeah, you'd rather be playing it locally, natively, mm-hmm. but. I think the biggest issues, the things holding cloud gaming back now are mostly like infrastructure mm-hmm. and networking problems. Not really a problem with the, uh, I mean, there's also moral problems like, oh, do I really own my game? Like if I don't even own the hardware that's running it. But like, but yeah, I think what Kyle said, games will become the low end or consoles will become the low end, right? It'll be eventually cloud gaming will be able to support near instantaneous you know, lag and huge, huge amounts of CPU, but that running your game, uh, because they'll be out here in these server farms. 
And so, yeah, I think it'll overtake the, in terms of the fidelity and the ability to have like lots of people together and other like open world type stuff. I think cloud gaming is going to overtake local console gaming pretty quickly. And, uh, it'll, yeah, like Kyle said, it'll become, oh, this is how you get into gaming. And then when you're ready for the big stuff, you can tap into the cloud and play these real games, you know? Hmm. I don't know if I agree with that. I, I think that like streaming gaming is sim- is like, like, you know, we work in the hybrid world, like in with our jobs now, like Zoom and WebEx and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. there's still somewhat of a need for us to like interact in person in some engagements, like, Hey, like it's a little bit more efficient to do this type of meeting or to do like a big conference. I think doing a virtual conference like E3 will never be the same as doing it in person. And I and I think that uh, cloud gaming will be similar because you're exactly right in the sense that the limiting factor of cloud gaming isn't really like the games per se or or even the servers like Like, i think the servers could be just the most beefiest gangster servers ever but at the end of the day it's infrastructure right it comes down to telecom companies putting in the latest and greatest right it also comes down to having lots and lots of server firms so you can have one close to you and have you know very small because you can't beat physics like there's exactly. going to be a delay but if you have everything close to you exactly you know if you have a, a big server farm in every city major city like that's going to go a long way yeah and and i think that there's environmental impacts that i think makes that infeasible <laughs> and yeah, and, and i just think true. that fundamentally like cloud gaming i think will always be the same i mean amazon pretty much gave up on cloud gaming right because oh did yeah, they i mean I didn't know that. amazon games essentially that whole thing doesn't exist anymore they uh they should they I, I don't know if they've already shuttered it but they're shuttering it like the, i know stadia yeah, stadia that's it. stadia oh. doesn't exist really anymore oh yeah stadia oh is- no, no 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 it does exist just not for the mass market they they moved to like client devices like peloton bikes and, and, stuff and like that, that and that shows that like as far as like from a gaming perspective, there's always going to be some level of limitations, right? Like I played, uh, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, the Ico games, uh, the Ico, um, yeah. games on um, last guardian. Uh, the ones before that, like, uh, Colossus. Uh, yeah. Shadow of the Colossus and Ico, um, with, uh, the cloud gaming with the PlayStation, uh, PlayStation. What's it called now? with ps now or whatever Mm -hmm. and those games were all right i mean they didn't look great because you know it's like watching like netflix or something and and every once in a while you know you get like the (laughs) like hd version then you get the 720p and it go back and forth yeah um but it worked because the game in general isn't like a big like timing based thing so like the lag was obvious but it wasn't detrimental if that makes sense um so that worked. But I just think that there's games that will never work in cloud gaming. Um, mm-hmm. I think that games that are very much about quick response, it doesn't matter how cl- close that server farm is. Like you said, physics is just a thing. And I just think that we'll never be able to defeat physics. <laughs> um, 
And I just think that infrastructure, like AT&T or whatever the companies that do all the laying of wire and fiber, I just don't think they, they're going to, they have no benefit to do they're it. They're going to prioritize exactly. it. Exactly. So I just think that cloud gaming will always be a good option for old games and like, you know, playing games that you want to like, basically a subpar experience for, you know. Okay. That's my personal opinion. I mean, I could definitely see that happening. I I think my points were solid, but I think your points are also solid. I think if there ever was going to be a game that would take over the world, like mainstream, like in these fantasy books and stuff we read where there's one singular game, I think if that was ever going to happen, the game would have to be something that didn't rely on, you know, all these, maybe it could have elements in there with all these quick, fast-paced things, but I think it'd have to be a game that doesn't rely on stuff like that just for more people to be able to engage with it mm-hmm. and yeah. wider acceptance. I, I kind of feel bad for Stadia because they came too early. Like, technology's not as impressive now as they were hyping it up to be. And it's not it's not as good of an experience as they were hyping it up to be. Plus, they had so much FUD, like, People immediately were like, oh, Google, what are you doing? Which doesn't help when you're trying to build a platform. And then third, they had a really terrible, like, uh, money-making scheme, whatever the scheme. cost is a word for this. <laughs> but the, the plan was awful. Like, you have to pay a subscription and you have to buy the games and then you can't play them outside this platform. Oh, That's yeah. That's doo-doo. It was bad. Um, yeah. yeah. No one that, – that was a bad idea from start to front. Yeah. From front to back. You know, and, and I think that, like, gamers, like, especially us being, like, the Netflix generation, I think we're okay with the idea that we don't own stuff. You know, some things, right? Like, I'm getting you know, there, Like, yeah. I don't own no, yeah. Arcane, right? Like, I can't, if Netflix goes down, I can never watch Arcane again, you know? I can't, as far as I know, I don't think I can buy Arcane on DVD or anything, or Blu-ray, can I? I don't think you can, No, right? you're right. So, like, I we're, don't know. That's interesting. You know, we're kind of okay with the idea of like, like borrowing, you know, and not really owning. I think that works for some games. I think that games like, say, like Elden Ring, I don't think people are, would be okay with that, you know, like, and I also, I think that fundamentally, if I'm not going to own a game, then I should be paying less for it. That's how I feel about it. Right. Like, yeah. And I, so if like, if I had to pay for everything on Netflix, like a la carte, I wouldn't have Netflix. You know, like, oh, you have to buy five dollars for this, a dollar for this. You know, like I'm so resistant to <laughs> renting movies on these different platforms because of that same reason. Like they they give you so much for free, and then all of a sudden there's something that's, you know, all of a sudden premium, and it like it hurts <laughs> to see it. Uh-huh. It's like I I don't want to pay for that. I actually don't have a problem renting movies because it's, I mean, if I'm renting a movie, it means I could not find it anywhere and I'm not about to pirate it. So I'm like, yeah, all right, I'll, I'll rent it. I'll, I'll pay the five bucks or four bucks. And, and um, I think re- preferably from preferably hardware though. Yeah, and I think the renting still falls within that, that paradigm. We're not owning it. Right. Like, you know, yeah. it's temporal. Like we had to return but, it to Blockbuster anyway, <laughs> you know. And I, I, but I like what Kyle was saying, right? It, it feels it feels scummy it to pay for something after already paying for a it subscription. Does. It hurts. It hurts. But yeah. 
I'm sure it's I'm sure not going to pay Netflix for something premium. Like <laughs> if I'm if I'm renting something, it's not from Netflix. It's from Redbox or YouTube, Amazon, or, mm-hmm. or even Amazon. Amazon, yeah, sure. Well, even well, yeah. that actually does irritate me. I don't have well, Keisha has Prime. We don't really use it that much, but like, bruh, why would I rent from Amazon? I'm already paying for Prime. Just give mm-hmm. it to me, right? Yeah, the Prime video, and and I think. I, I have a problem with buying like like funny funny enough when uh I like you know certain movies like you said Kyle like aren't streamable and you have to pay for them and like the rent cost is like seven dollars and the buy cost is eight dollars like <laughs> yeah it's like I'm just gonna go ahead and buy it number one Amazon's smart because Amazon knows that that's what's gonna happen and they know that you're not gonna watch it again <laughs> but they're making a dollar you know, an extra dollar mm-hmm. that they wouldn't make. So it's a very smart idea. It's like really, really smart to make those prices close to each other. Uh, but like, I'm okay with buying sometimes if it's not something that I care about losing, you know, it's like, I don't want to like, I, I think I've shared this like 10 times on different episodes. Like I really want ghost in the shell standalone complex so badly. Oh my gosh. And, Dude, I was so disappointed recently. Please continue. And, and I can Go buy ahead. it digitally on some random platforms, but I won't do that. I want the physical copy because physical. I want to own it. I want to take it. I don't have to want to think about the internet connection or where I am. I just want to be able to plug it in a device and play it as physically, you know, as physical as that is. <laughs> but and Even if you don't watch the DVDs, there's something different about just having it on your shelf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, heck, dude, I, uh, if you buy it digitally, I would have no qualms just ripping it, finding some software 100%. and downloading it on a hard drive and just having that. 100%. True. I would, I would have to do it that way. Yeah, exactly. I would have to do that. I can't just... I have a few movies I own on, on like YouTube or something. Maybe I should do that. I would feel better about it. <laughs> you already bought them. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, to be clear, this is stuff I own or stuff that I've paid for. I'm not, I'm not suggesting. I'm just gonna start ripping random movies. <laughs> I think people would probably have their hesitations about that. But think about the inverse: if they just decided to pull it off of the platform one day after right. you already paid for it, like is that better? what are they gonna do? Give me a give me a coupon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is an issue that's already ongoing. I mean, in in consoles and particularly consoles. And with uh, particular developers, people talk about this from a um, what do you call it? Um, a historical uh, what, what do you call it? Like a museum, like archivist standpoint. Yeah. That a lot of the games that exist now will never be able to be played again. You mm-hmm. know, and that is like a historian, like the worst possible scenario, right? Because yeah. there's no way to document it other than to to from a what do you call it uh like second party Archivist. you know like you you can write about it right but you won't ever have first hand information about this yeah. thing and we'll youtube videos of people playing them yeah like it's never first hand you can never play it again like hey you can go to a, a video game museum and play the virtual boy it's trash and you're gonna get a heartache heartache a headache heartache. <laughs> <laughs> and a heartache you're gonna get a headache but you can play it but t- let me tell you this once Guild Wars goes servers goes offline, you'll never be able to play that stuff again unless you somehow break into their place and are able to steal stuff from their servers, right? Like 
it is gone, you know, forever. Mm-hmm. And I just think that that's fundamentally just not Sad. something I'm okay with, you know, things that I purchase, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I'm very much interested like in consoles and in, in the next steps, because I mean, honestly, I can't think of a reason why I personally buy the next set of consoles. Like, I got the PlayStation 5 kind of more or less because I was lucky. But, you know, I don't know what it would take for me to get a PlayStation 6. I guess, you know, let's let's ask this last question here. Here we go. Here we go. You know, we're... we're wait, 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 wait. Go ahead. I, I Well, I wanted... I had a last question I was going to ask. Uh, now I feel like... Go for it. Well, are you cool? Right, are you hey, cool if both. I steal your hey, question? Hey, I'm cool. I mean... Hey, got time for both. We got time for both, baby. <laughs> All right. Maybe maybe we can we can just talk and then we can t- decide whether we answer. So we were going to talk about what a console needs to bring to the table to like entice me, mm-hmm. and I think we've touched on this before. But one thing I wanted to bring, well, we touched on it earlier in the episode. We were talking about oh, I want games or I want coverage or something. I feel like something we didn't talk about is a cool feature that would actually be really beneficial for consoles is supporting virtual reality mm-hmm. like well and we're kind of at that point with playstation vr definitely closest vr2 actually is coming out soon that's the word on the street or it's already that's out the word on the it's street. already out no it's not out. i don't know it's not oh. out it's not out. it's okay it's yeah. not out i'm looking forward i, to I that. assume xbox has some kind of mm, i don't know do I they is there anything don't, for I don't xbox? Know. no no there's nothing that seems like a major oversight on microsoft's part <laughs> it does don't they own hollow Hololens, yeah, but uh, I don't think it's. I mean, that's not for gaming, yeah. but okay. Well, anyway, but, but you make yeah, a good point because, supporting... because Hololens was shown on the E3 stage, uh, like a few years mm-hmm. ago. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So VR, making it making it accessible at a low cost, and supporting that with PlayStation games or Xbox games. I mean, obviously, PC can do that, too, but PCs are expensive. The hardware can also be expensive, or you could get it from Facebook. God bless you. Um, yeah, I think I think consoles are where VR can really shine. Although, you know, again, PC, if you have the money for it, you could probably get some sick VR experiences on PC. Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't know. I mean, were, we, were you about to say something, Kyle? No, I was going to say I agree with the... Uh... The point about, especially, um, one, probably one of the easiest ways to get VR into the home is through console. Uh, is even even the VR peripherals that you get for your console, from what I understand, are cheaper than if you already had a PC and then got VR peripheral, peripherals for that. Hmm. And then, from what I've heard, I didn't, at first I didn't get a chance to try it myself, but in comparison, PSVR was top tier as far as what was available around you know the oculus and you know in comparison like the the psvr experiences were superior yeah i i think this just comes down to the problem of just like it's a peripheral like you were just saying like for a playstation i think the only way that the like the vr becomes a thing that can like easily be attached to like consoles is if it doesn't feel like you're paying more for it right like like I would have a PSVR if I didn't have to pay more money for it. Just to be honest, like, mm. like why not have it and why not play it 
with people you know what i'm saying like it's a cool thing like it's super cool yeah but like i'm i just can't in my head like even if it was 50 dollars, it would be hard for me to justify buying it for some reason like i don't know why that's this weird but like really yeah no even if there were like good games for it yeah, because that would probably be the difference maker. Like the ROI for investing in VR just isn't quite. I, there I, f- yet. I feel like if they had done this, if they tricked me and they went <laughs> like, don't do different skews of the same thing, right? Like you know how like you know you buy a console and it might be like, oh, if you buy this one, it comes with the legendary pack that has two controllers and blah 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 blah, right? Like so, I know that I'm paying more. Like if the baseline model of a console came with VR. I'm 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 all in. Like even if it cost a hundred dollars more, but I knew that was the baseline. Like I couldn't get a cheaper version, then I'd probably buy it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I uh, think if there's two different versions, and one with it and one without it, and I can see the demonstrable price difference, it messes with my head. I don't. I can't explain it to you, but it's just real. Like I've almost. I can't think of a situation where I've ever bought the bonus edition of any console because i just can't i'll just no like i'm not paying more money unless it's the base level and it's the same price <laughs> well, usually yeah. a lot of times those bonuses are very superficial so mm-hmm. i'd imagine if you if maybe if you had bought one before you probably got burned on it because they do say all these exclusive things and maybe it has a little bit more hard drive space make some different noises whenever you hit the buttons or whatever but <laughs> ultimately it's the same experience, but it just costs you more. So you know what? Totally good. I did that. get the PS4 with the Nathan Drake collection, but it was like a a sale kind of thing. So it was basically mm-hmm. the same price. It was just you know, and it was like, you know, like three games or whatever. Like that's not a big deal. I mean, technically they're all sixty dollars games when they first came out, but like hardware doesn't go down in price like games do. You know, so yeah, no. So yeah, I I would love to see that actually. I would love for it just to be like ubiquitous a console you get vr that is adoption right there and we already know that like consoles are like console makers always sell their consoles at a loss i think this generation might be the only one where they don't sell it at a loss i'm not 100 percent sure but pretty much up until now for sure every console was sold at a loss so if you thought about it as like this is just a part of the loss and we can make more money in software sales but maybe they don't see themselves selling more VR software, you know? So maybe that's why. What if what if they asked you? What if the, there was a bundle that came with VR and one that came without, but they were the same price? I'd get the VR, 100%. Well, I know you would, but I'm like, do you think people, do you think that's a good idea? Would people choose not to have VR? Uh, well, no, I don't think so. Unless it was like... I, I, I think people would... I think people would choose not to have VR just to not deal with the hassle of having the extra hardware. Yeah, because I'm like, if I'm never, if some people are probably very uninterested in <laughs> VR games, and yeah, if I know for sure that I'm not going to get a VR, I'm I'm going to be like, eh, and you know they're going to be on sale. Like, like you'll be able to buy them either from the manufacturer or from the gray market, pretty cheap. But but I I just if you don't decide later, why, like I mean I get it. Like, if you know that you're never going to use VR or you know you get motion sick, maybe you wouldn't waste your time. But at the same time, it's like, if I go somewhere and they say, hey, you buy one, get one free, 
I'm not going to leave my free one on the rack. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get my free one, even if I'm not going to use it because it's free. It's just human. I mean, I, I personally feel the same. I, I, I know some people. I mean, there'd be a small I know people percentage. on both sides of the coin, too. Yeah. I, I think a very small percentage wouldn't take it. But I think just like a small percentage of people would ask people to punch them in the face for free or something like <laughs> like there's always going to be crazy people no disrespect to people out there you know that that sounds like a logical fallacy i don't know which one it is but that sounds there are people who are all, always going to take the worst option even when there's a better option that's all i'm saying it doesn't, yeah all right better that's fair you know? uh, I and could, i guess yeah better better in, in this case it would still be subjective like better because you get more doesn't always appeal. That was to my point. Yeah, yeah. Because it could, it could, it could genuinely be more complex for them to get more. Well, why not get more and then just sell the VR for like twelve dollars and make you some money? To me, I just, I just don't see any scenario. You have a, well, you have a plan. Like it's, it's not more complex for you. Like I, I think you, you have a structure to deal with it, even if you don't want it. Whereas I think there are some consumers who know what they want and to get something outside of that would just confuse them. Yeah. Well, okay, let me let me ask a, a, another question. If they did force you, for example, PlayStation to get PSVR with it, do you mm-hmm. think some people wouldn't buy PlayStation 5 because they have to get the VR? No. No. They would they would they would buy it and they would either give it away or throw it away or sell it. Likely a lot of people would throw it away because I assume that there would be not much demand since you can get one. It'd be the Xbox Connect situation all over again. Right. It would just sit around. Except the Connect didn't take up that much space, so it's okay if you don't throw it away. But mm-hmm. VR headset is a little harder to keep around. You know, it's a helmet, it's a hat. Yeah, I mean, I just honestly think that. I mean, I, 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 did, I mean, I guess it wouldn't make sense to me why you would do both, but. That's an interesting thought. I mean, I don't think it would make marketing yeah. sense if you're going to give them away anyway. I mean, maybe they'd maybe they'd save a little bit of money. Well, they'd already manufacture them, so they wouldn't yes, save any money at that scale. Way. I mean, it just doesn't really yeah. make sense at that point. But yeah. I think, yeah, I mean, I, I it's a question. I get you. I, get <laughs> I made you. I made the suggestion with like I'm kind of I don't know. It's a goofy suggestion. I'll just say that. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. I mean, from a marketing standpoint. Yeah, no, but I, I get what you're saying. I mean, I, I mean, honestly, I feel y'all. I know some people, like, I know there's probably something in the in, that I would not choose. Like, if I could know that I'd get some free, like, sunglasses with a hat, I would turn down the sunglasses because I don't wear sunglasses. And it's just another thing that I'll have to deal with. So I totally mm-hmm. get that mentality. But I feel like a person who's in the market for buying a console, like, why not? You know, like, it, it just seems like a very small like unlikely thing to happen but I, I i i agree with you guys but i also just think it you know humans aren't logical so you know yeah it is. those kind of hit the same note to me because i think if you're selling a hat with sunglasses you're making an assumption about your consumer and so the vr headset would make the sa- a similar cons- uh, assumption that they intend to be on the cutting edge of gaming when you know maybe it's that one yeah. person we were talking about earlier they were in there my son sent me in here because I need to buy him a console. And then the guy's trying to say, well, you can get a headset with it, too. Then that dad would probably be like, no, 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 no. Just give me the console. Yeah, but it would probably be out of. Here's another question. I would I would definitely buy just a hat. If it was a hat and sunglasses combo or just a hat, I would buy just that. So so think of, well, let's use something more, maybe like less of a gap. But like you're buying a Nintendo Switch 
and they give you an option right. to get a pro controller. Like, you can get the normal console, which, you know, with the Switch controllers, the whatever. Or you can get the same thing, same price, but you also get a pro controller, right? Like, that's, to me, maybe more what it would be like. Because I think, like, if they're getting to the point where they're trying to sell VR with uh, a console, it'll probably mm-hmm. be, like, people will know it well enough that it just makes sense, you know? Like, yeah, has so, to. But I do think you guys are right in the sense that some people would turn down the the free pro controller. They'd be like, ah, I'm not going to use it, you know. Especially if you already had a pro controller for some reason. Well, imagine they don't, right? Like, it's just... Or if you intend to okay. play, play it only in handheld, you'll yeah. never use it. Like, yeah. Definitely, there's a whole lot of variables, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I, I feel you guys. Uh, you know, I'm just being me, so I apologize. Nah, it's good, good food for you. thought. So, so I guess... You know, um, my 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 last question was going to be um, like, and Steve, actually, you kind of a- already asked it, but like, yes. what would it take Good job, Steve. for you to get the next generation of console, right? Um, so a PS6, a PS6 or, or an Xbox, if PS7, Continuum, yes, or it, it, or a Switch. You know, I don't know what it's Switch, Switch to. Do. I'm calling it now. It's going to be called Xbox Continuum. That's the next. I think it's going to be called Xbox Box. <laughs> <laughs> Xbox Box. You know, it's just... Xbox Unbox. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I do want to give a, a shout out to the boy Soyrum because he he dropped uh, some thoughts in the uh, Discord, and and uh, something that I that is interesting because just thinking about for me answering this question is I kind of agree with where he's he, he Soy basically said like. He's afraid that, like, the consoles generations will become, like, phones, where it's just, like, a constant, like, hardware cycle, you know? Just a salt of yeah. hardware. It's you a know? buy a new one every yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. Too. Like, and you get an iPhone 1 and a 2 and a 3 and a 4 and a 5, and it just happens year after year after year. And I think it's a little bit harder from a console standpoint to do that. But I, agree. But I do think, like, if if it's just another vert like it's just a cycle hardware cycle there's no way i can justify in my head getting a ps6 you know like Mm -hmm. i think that even i'll say this again i'm pretty sure i would not have a ps5 if it wasn't just because i felt like i couldn't miss the opportunity because it's like you know getting gold right like i had to get it because i knew i'd never get it again you know but there's a good chance that i'd still just have a ps4 because to me it's just Nah, it's just like better hardware. Ah, like I can play every game that's on it on my PS4. I feel like the only way that I would get a PS6 is if it felt like there's an, I can't play anything on my PS5 on a PS6, you know? Or the other way around, vice versa. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. I have to feel like the PS6 the it's it's kind of like the idea of a VR, like why VR is so interesting. And why it's cool. You can't really experience VR in any other type of way, right? So I feel like in order for me to get the next generation, it has to be like GameCube to the Wii. You know what I'm saying? PlayStation 2 to the PlayStation 3. PlayStation 3 to the PlayStation 4. There was such a large difference that like it was undeniable. Like you just have a completely different experience. That's the only... Are you are you saying that you care about 
ma- ma- major graphical upgrades and stuff like that. I don't think it's graphical upgrades to me. Like that's not super important. I think let's use the GameCube to the to the Wii. I think it's just that I can't play Wii games on the GameCube. Like, so it's an exclusive. Yeah, stuff. it's just that like the interface is so okay. different. The controller, the you know, yeah, the hardware and the graphics might be a the a reason for that difference. But really, it just has to be like if, for example, if the PS6 was a VR console, right? Like it fundamentally was like, hey, all games that exist on the PS6 are hard are like P, have have VR compatible and they're made in a certain way that it can't run on the PS5. Okay. Like you know, like what yeah. if what if that wasn't the case? What if they just said it could totally run on a PS5, but we're not going to sell it to you on the PS5. Uh, it was artificial constraint. If it's artificial in the sense that like they're just being jerks and not doing it. Uh, yeah like for you practically it's the same problem i can't play this i have to buy the next console but i think i'd i'm curious i I think it would be yeah like pretty much the same like if they told me bug snacks i couldn't play on the ps4 then yeah like bug snacks 2 was only available on the ps6 even though it could (laughs) run on the ps5 i'd probably buy ps6 you know (laughs) okay yeah uh that's that's how i feel um I, although I like I said there haven't been a lot of games I am tempted I've been more and more tempted over time to upgrade to PS5 not just for the games that would play better but also for like I want to experience that load speed okay. I want to play with the controllers you know there's a few hardware features that I'm like excited about but really it's it's just the fact that these games are coming out and they're being backported it feels like they're being backported yeah. but I just want I want a better visual experience so you're Uh, saying that the ps6 would have to be a much better visual experience than the ps5 in order for you to consider buying it i think this jump that makes sense but for the next jump it doesn't make sense because i'm like i have a 4k tv Mm -hmm. barely um (laughs) and we're at 4k like this ps5 is 4k so i'm like you know, what are you going to do past that? Go up to 8K? I will not care. I'm not buying an 8K TV. And your eyes really won't be able to differentiate that well. No. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm like, talking. do I care about high refresh rates? Not on this current TV. But even with a better TV, like past a certain point, I'm not going to buy a new console just for that. If I really need high refresh rates, that's why I have the PC. What, what if everything looked <laughs> um, like a UE5 or I guess maybe UE6 tech demo? Like the highest. If all the new games look yeah, like, like that, all of them, every single one, that'd be boring. Even the ones that, even the ones that play on the PS5, they just play. They just look that much better on the PS5. Yeah, like like Bug Snacks would look like what it looks like <laughs> now on the PS5, but on the PS6, it would yeah. look like Matrix. You know, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> that would definitely be something. Where, if like if I could play an old Tomb Raider game and the console somehow upreses it to 4K. Oh, with you artificial know, like, intelligence gives her you know gives her shapes and curves instead of just angles like yeah that'd be sick <laughs> I, I'm, um, I'm just gonna note I, like the way that you especially because it's tomb raider and you said if they give her shapes and curves <laughs> angle, i just think it's funny that that was just well i say that because tomb raider is like <laughs> the you know famously low polygon yes, yes but i and it would be very impressive. That would to be a that, miracle. That. It'd be a miracle, right? Wouldn't that the be cool? Polygonal assets. Yeah, they're yeah. all like 
Polygonal assets. Yeah, 3D models. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I kind of share the sentiment you made uh, earlier, Bradson, about the PS5 kind of being in this weird like gold rush type of a state. Um, I think that's the whole, I think that's pretty much the reason why I have one too is because it was randomly like posted that they were going to be on Amazon and I grabbed, you know, it went to my cart. And I was like, you know what? Let's see if this is going to work. And then I got one. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, if not, if not from just sheer luck, I don't think I would have one either. Cause even having it, you know, there isn't a whole lot of reason to have one. If I can be completely honest, because yeah, a lot of things are available on PS4 and it's really kind of, damaging i guess the the consideration i'm gonna take or not informing i should say not damaging the consideration i'm gonna take for the ps6 you know Mm -hmm. if especially if it's a similar type of rollout where it's their scarcity then Mm. i can definitely see myself not being on the bandwagon um it's so not worth the trouble it's not and uh so yeah unless there's just a tremendous amount of value that i perceive from it um, I I can't see myself getting the next generation of console if also if PC games continue in, at the rate they're going as far as I guess just how much they're offering com- competitively yeah. I guess to console games uh, I won't have a reason to have a console in a while we won't have a reason I'm sure other people will but no, I'm with no, you yeah that makes sense it's interesting so Steve you said something. That like piqued my interest that I'd never thought about. Well, well, let me say this first. You know what's really honest? If I if you guys didn't play PC games, I'd probably never play them. Because it's just like I never like it's never That's fair. it's just like my also I think just think it's because like I also have like hand issues growing up. Like my hands will like lock up and like hurt and stuff. So I think like the PC is just not as accessible to me from like a purely physical standpoint. But you guys have kind of helped me to play PC games. And now that I can play uh, with the controller on the PC, like, I'm cool with it. But it's interesting. Like, without you guys, I probably wouldn't be playing PC games, like, ever. Um, But uh, something you said interestingly, and I never thought about this. And I don't know. You should get on the team, bro, Steve, for this idea of the AI. Like, and I think, Kyle, you said it. Like, this idea of, like, AI being in t- integrated into the system in some way to like automatically up-res games to like like this next level. Like, wouldn't that be wild if like the people pl- are doing that? Oh yeah, you know, like I was the one who said it that was like yeah, you brought it up. Yeah, and then you said something about AI. You know, like I mean, right. you know, yeah, it's yeah. it's just that would be, be crazy. Huge. Like it's kind of like the whole Photoshop thing where it can like, which just mind blowing. Like figure out what the background or what something was supposed to look like or or it could up-res things like really well because of ai um like so someone did that with grand theft auto and it looks ridiculous yeah they can only do it for a couple of frames and it's and it, <laughs> but it's rendering in real time <laughs> maybe not ai because i feel like there's weird implications to that there's probably a lot of people who would complain that oh it's not as intended but like Maybe instead of porting the game, Sony just sells like a texture pack, right? And you emulate the game at a higher resolution and then you use this high te- high res texture pack. Um, mm. I say emulate, but whatever. You, you play the game at a high resolution, you up res it. And so you don't have to like do a bunch of crazy stuff with like new lighting. 
maybe it just automatically adds texture packs. That'd be sick. I, I think that's where I think the only way you do that efficiently and economically is with AI. You know, like you just have a ridiculous model set, like, and you know, for, yeah, you know, it's fine. Um, but but you could you maybe maybe you could buy texture packs from people who actually like care and put time into them and stuff. I, where studios could re-release texture packs for their old games. So with UE5, yeah. everybody's going to be scanning their world. So we could just use those high-res just, models. Just <laughs> use the phone app to scan your PlayStation 2, and it'll just figure it out, right? You just point it at your TV yeah. screen, and then it'll just... Uh, yeah, I think that's the If future. everyone in the world scanned nonstop in their day-to-day, <laughs> we'd have a full 3D model of, of the whole world. Uh, instead of a instead of a character creator, you just scan your own face and you mint it as an NFT, and then you can import yourself into any game. <laughs> you into NFT games. But what if somebody buys you? Like, like <laughs> somebody. I mean, you can't. You don't. You can't just be bought. You have to sell yourself. Uh, right? So, I guess. Well, you know. Yeah. I mean, you'd be on the what the blockchain or whatever now, and the real. I mean, I'm joking. Well, that is a problem. Just like that, you could we're definitely back scan somebody else's face. <laughs> we're back to buying and selling humans. Good. <laughs> <Yeah>. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> has got I mean, it hey, let's, let's, hey ue you uh unreal listen unreal <laughs> particularly let's talk to epic look what y'all need to do listen. is what 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 steve or who just said it hiring some people if they just non-stopped just scanned everything we'd have the whole world i don't know who just said that but what y'all need to do is hire some interns you know and tell low make sure they're very low paid (laughs) they can barely survive so they have to keep working no health insurance no you you need to give them some health insurance because you're going to be working them to the bone so they gotta they gotta live right or i guess you could just buy you could just buy new inter oh not buy (laughs) just give just buy them just buy a pizza party every that'll work that's like going to the doctor you know sufficient fuel a a pizza a week (laughs) a pizza party a month keeps the doctor you know um but just get them to scan like a city over like or like a space like like just some big project where they just do it constantly and then like release it like that'd be wild people would be like whoa you know i I just do it just do it and then have a vr experience where you can you know go to the sistine walk around outside go to the sistine chapel in full ue5 graphics now that would be ridiculous you know what i'm saying like that's it you win you know, you win. That's, you win. Uh, that sounds apocalyptic. <laughs> you are winning. That's the future. I mean, come on, Neuralink. Like, eventually, <laughs> you know, like that, that don't sound apocalyptic. UE five VR. And it needs to be working physics systems with mm-hmm. fire, so I can set pieces set. of wood on fire. Exactly. But you won't really. It won't. You you can get that out of you, so you don't have to worry about burning down real places. Man, I I cannot wait. Cannot wait for the first news article talking about somebody <laughs> vandalizing the metaverse Sistine Chapel by putting, yes. I don't know, Joe Biden's no. face on a chair you know or something. You know what they're going to put on there. It's going to be the universal <laughs> sign uh, that people use to deface. Of disrespect. Of, what happened when they opened up the ability to for people to make levels? In Super Smash Bros, <laughs> you know exactly what was made within the first five seconds. Two oh. circles and an oval. They're gonna have like pools, pools closed, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, we'll use artificial like, intelligence." And if people just get smarter, <laughs> they just start doing it in three D, like with depth, so that 
<laughs> that's truly that's truly that's truly the human evolution right. right like we've stopped evolving as a species but we're going to continue evolving because we always have to outsmart the yeah. ai that's running that's running exactly. the metaverse and they're all will innovate <laughs> when it tries to keep us from well, vandalizing yes vandalizing in that particular manner ma- manner is the the like the forefront of like like how technology advances Right, like we continue <laughs> to make better technology to thwart the threat. Of that <laughs> like we are a better species because of people vandalizing, vandals. because, because of, trolls. of trolls, nonstop effort. Thanks, Four Chan. <laughs> I bet you that's been it moves. Thanks for nothing. It moves civilization forward. I we bet you that's been happening. Think. I bet you that's been happening since like the 1500s. Like absolutely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You know, on some monolithic structure somewhere, like from like two hundred thousand BC, <laughs> like the just face in mud. <laughs> it's in mud, you know. <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, it's it's clear to us the consoles are going nowhere. Um, if, if they're going anywhere, they're going directly into our spinal cord. You know, you know. Mm. So um, the best graphics you'll ever see. <laughs> the last graphics, yes, baby. Yes. <laughs> The only graphics you need to see. So, so I guess as we wrap up, you guys have any final thoughts about the console or anything else that you forgot? Now that you've said it, I'm really looking forward to the new PS VR, whatever that's going to be. I need to look into that now. The PS VR too. Yeah, I'm curious about it. Yeah, it's just supposed to be better. I mean, you know, it's. Especially if you can use it on PC, I might buy it. Hmm. I wonder if they would do that though. Like, I w- doubt wouldn't it. Wouldn't that I basically doubt, but... undercut? Well, I mean, PS4 I guess it would VR sell wasn't more. compatible. I guess it would sell more, right? There yeah, would sell more. Like, at the end of the day, yeah. I guess it wouldn't be a detriment. But Mm-mm. if if you if you're trying Honestly. to keep people in the ecosystem, yeah. Oh yeah. I'm just not trying to pay a thousand dollars for an index, you know. I love, I would love an index, but I'm not trying to pay one grand for it. Ah, if you lived, if you still lived in Louisiana, I'd be able to get you one for uh, five fifty. I mean, how much could a could like a nice VR set cost? Like what, ten dollars? What? A nice VR set? Set ten ten dollars set of what? Ten (laughs) dollars of vibranium like what do you, what do you say like I don't know. <laughs> Ten slips of latinum <laughs> like, I'm like I, don't, I don't know what what you're what you're saying <laughs> um, somebody to, ten dollars to slap you into virtual reality <laughs> i can make that real reality real quick you don't even need <laughs> virtual wait, wait 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 kyle let me let me just make one point Uh-oh. you know that somebody can buy something in another state and just it shipped to them so yeah but well this this transaction would it would that would it'd be more difficult oh this this fell off a truck i see i got you no <laughs> the back no. of the truck i got you. private seller private oh seller. private he seller. found it he found it inside a, he found it inside a dead donkey <laughs> it just barely used it just happened to come out of a warehouse <laughs> look man do you want it or not <laughs> come meet me here at the airport my <laughs> My final my final words for the show is uh, if anyone has an extra PlayStation Five <laughs> and is want, willing to sell at MSRP, uh, there, you no, there you go. There you go. I was gonna say there's plenty of scalpers. 
Yeah. If you got eight fifty yeah. lying to, around. I'm not trying to feed the market. They got you. They got you. <laughs> All day long. I'm looking for the friends and family discount on the scalpers. You're not getting the controller or <laughs> the wires. Or a hard drive. You're going to get it. <laughs> it's just a shell. <laughs> They're going to look good. You know, matter of matter, matter, matter fact, the guy, uh, Matt, he his little uh, like calling card, anytime he did it, sent out a thing and people bought them and they showed hey i bought one i really got one thanks matt he would say another day that we didn't buy it from scammers or something like that like his mm. whole thing is like don't do it don't buy it from yeah. these scalpers like it's, it's his like that's the message he preaches <laughs> they'll send you a box of rocks they really will and you ain't getting that much and they'll ask you to do it via nfts or uh bitcoin so you're never getting that money back you know never um so so my last comment is that uh it's actually a promise that i want to make uh to you guys and to our super agile family and our super agile nation um next episode we will be covering the last airbender (gasps) that whoa no we will not (laughs) (laughs) that is not a promise that is a promise can we and veto that promise? No, you can't. It's already out there. And Let's I'll, have a vote. I'm going to edit it into the beginning, in the middle, in the end, so that everybody's here multiple times. Now, I mean, I, I don't mind if people hear it. I'm just letting you uh, know that it's not going to happen. Don't get your hopes up, folks. I'm not going to be available to watch it this well, week. Well, I am saying that we are going to make this happen <laughs> as soon as humanly possible. There you go. I'm down, I'm down with that. As soon as Steve gets his mind right. In and a couple of so, months. so just know it's. I'm telling you, it's it's right there. It's on the TV. It's right next to the TV on the PlayStation. It's ready to watch. Just know that the reason you're not getting this episode is because of Steve, and it's all his fault. So <laughs> I don't think anyone is mad about that. Well, we'll see. They're enraged. We'll see. We'll <laughs> you see. Know. Look at the torches and pitchforks. If, if you'd like Steve's right. address, so you can dox him. Please just reach out to me on uh, <laughs> Twitter. It'll be in the description. It'll be in the description. I like how you're offering to let people dox me, but you yourself would be doxing me. Uh, yes, be, yes, yes. I'd be the, the yeah, third yeah, party yeah. doxing. I wouldn't be doing it per se. I would, you know, I wouldn't. Oh, you know, I'd be doxing you, but our fans would be swatting you. That's what would happen. That's what. Swat. That's what. <laughs> no, really, don't. Do it. They can don't try. do that to anybody. You're gonna. I have a sword at my yes. desk. And the SWAT, <laughs> SWAT team has guns. So good luck with that. <laughs> he can deflect them. Oh, you're, you're an <laughs> Haven't you seen? <laughs> haven't you watched them? <laughs> Just, they feel your Guns kill. are worse. Right, my bedtime is they about to come up. feel killing intent when they're, Let's when knock they're this out. outside the door. But anyway, um, <laughs> yes. So anyway, thank you guys for watching this. Uh, watching, listening. I always say watching. But listening to this episode of Super Agile Bros., you know, I want to thank the brothers themselves. Thank you, Kyle, for your time. Thank you for sharing. Always your a pleasure. And yes, uh, sir. thank you, Steve, for your time and sharing your insights. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, we always look forward to. Thank you, Brad. Oh. Thank you, Brad, for running the show and being oh, such an egregious host. Yes, yes, making the promises that we made. Yes, I'm always here. <laughs> oh, promises. But no, but really, uh, just thank you guys for watching. Thank you gals for watching thank you everybody for watching um you know as always follow us on twitter the sab podcast and of course you can hear us on spotify youtube apple Podcasts, soundcloud everywhere honestly just google search us 
super agile bros we will For show real? up we're yeah. at the top of the listings, y'all. Before we were buried. Google didn't want this to happen, but we they didn't. persevered. So anyway, we beat the algorithm. Beat we are the algorithm. So thank you guys. Thank you everybody for watching. We really appreciate it. And um, we're looking forward to next time. Until next time, y'all take it easy. Peace. <laughs>